family and friends. Welcome to another Talks with Lim Lee, where this is available to the billions around the world on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and so many other platforms. Billions! I am your host, Lim Lee. I bring the perspective of nearly two decades as a software engineer. Today, my sidekick is... I am Emmett Morgan. I am a Las Vegas realtor. I hold a degree in accounting from San Diego State University. I love scotch today, and I'm having a good hair day. We are lucky to have Steven Vasquez joining us from San Diego. This dude is a mad scientist with batteries somehow. Steven, can you tell us what is going on with batteries? Yeah, uh, my name's Steven Vasquez. I have my own YouTube channel, My Tesla Powerwall. Yeah. Um, yeah, where I just kind of go through it, and I've been doing uh, the battery building for about two, three years, and I've had a YouTube channel for about four months or so. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I'm excited to talk batteries with you guys. Steve, so Stephen is recycling uh, certain types of lithium-ion lithium-ion batteries into his own version of a Tesla Powerwall. What is your uh, YouTube channel? How do we find you if we're going to go see what you've produced here? It's uh, my Tesla Powerwall. Uh, just basically search it. There's not a ton of subscribers yet, but um, but yeah, just search it on YouTube and you'll find it. Or if if I'm cool enough, maybe put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, I'll add that in there. Yeah, on the my Tesla Powerwall, your stuff you go from like starting from scratch. I mean, you show how you're you're spot welding to the battery these uh, copper connection connector connectors if I'm correctly with the yeah. fuses mm -hmm. and you're building the whole pack with the the little black uh, black spacers to hold the batteries in and then Correct. and then the the copper uh, 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 wire. carrying the conductors yeah, yeah. the wire yeah, yeah. Conductors. Wire. yep and you're showing yeah. someone how to build that uh, Put it all together where it's like 120 battery or no it's 20 batteries five by four batteries and then you're getting like probably 100 batteries in a pack or something so it's like 240 per pack yeah oh yeah. two four oh 240 yeah. per pack 240 per pack per per one parallel so there's two parallels so technically it's 480 but i split it into two because if i connected all those together into one pack it would i wouldn't be able to carry it so putting it into two makes it more manageable when I need to possibly take one out to repair a cell or replace a cell. Awesome. But yeah. They're heavy. And for the audience in there, we're going to nerd out for the next three hours on this. So <laughs> stay, stay tuned. Battery time. Battery. So that's the first, that's kind of the first thing, the power wall thing. So you got your own channel. Yeah. Um, I actually watched yeah. the, like, I want to say I've watched, uh, four or five of the videos and I, I'm not sure. I think I saw you have, uh, like seven or eight videos on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's right now it's more instructional. Like I'm just kind of showing how I make the batteries because this is the biggest project I've ever done. I built one that was smaller. It was about 16 kilowatts or kilowatt hours. And when I finished it, it was charging my car. I think that's the first video I put on there when it was done. And I like actually show you a walk and plug the car in and show how the inverter turns on, starts using the batteries you can okay, see so, like the solar coming in, but well, then but so yeah. to to explain that anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, you have uh, yeah. you've used you you found recycled batteries. No, you're recycling batteries and building yeah. something that's equivalent to a Tesla Powerwall. Is that a correct? Pretty, that is perfect. That is better okay. way to put it than I. So, so you're making your own Powerwall out of uh, used yeah. parts. Yeah, basically, um, 
I saw this YouTube. I, I ordered a Tesla, uh, the Model Three, a long time ago when it was like the pre-order was happening. Mm -hmm. And I have roommates, so my biggest problem was how are we going to split split the electric bill uh, <laughs> when I'm charging my car in all the time. Uh. So just kind of being a little like excited to get the Tesla. I was watching a lot of YouTube on it, and then I just came across one that Jehu Garcia, but. He just showed how to make a power wall, like a like, but it was only like one kilowatt. But it it intrigued me. Put three hundred bucks on it. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Let me see how you do that. Huh. And then, um, I, I that's pretty much what got it started. I mean, when I started this, I'm dead serious. I didn't know the difference between a volt and a and an amp. Oh, um, man, I just had that? to do, yeah. So I just pretty much had to do all. As, as soon as I saw that, as soon as I saw that, you know what? I could do that. Then it just that was the floodgates opening. Then I just wanted to learn everything <laughs> I could. I think Until I think I. Got I uh, to this I think I learned how to change a toilet out on YouTube once, but making your own. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that was kind of a question I was going to, I have in one of my lists was uh, now that you've been through this, what type of suggestions do you yeah. have for new people coming in? Should they, if they know nothing, like you said, you knew nothing. Do you suggest people go through that or should they research a bit more? Uh, I, go ahead. Yeah. I did a ton of research before I even got a battery pack to open. Cause I, I, dead serious. I, I don't know much about like electricity when it was happening. So I don't know what could kill me. <laughs> what, <laughs> what would just shock me? Have you, you, had, any so I pretty have you much... had any uh, scares? <laughs> have you gotten any I, good? <laughs> yeah, I've had not scares because luckily everything is fused. So like, but I've had it where I accidentally put two together, basically like a reverse polarity. And I just saw all these lights flash, uh -huh. like around, like going down the pack because I had done it wrong. So it just, it just, it basically, they all popped. Oh. So it's like 240. It takes me like two hours to do one pack. And I think yeah. three packs went down. So it was like, I've done that. And I've shocked myself, but not nearly bad when I'm like <laughs> opening up like a pack. Like, cause okay. you get laptop batteries. And if you ever seen one, they're not easy to open. You oh. actually got to get tools and try to pry it open. Then you rip it open with your hands. Like my hands will be all cut up um, until I was smart enough to get gloves. But once, once you do that, once you get the hang of that, then you shock yourself a little less. But I think I'm pretty good at it. And I still shock. Not shock yeah. myself, but I'll see just a big spark. I'm like, oh, sh shoot. So, so this is clearly <laughs> a do not try this at home unless you want to try this at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. A risky. I mean, it's, it, it is D -D <laughs> DIY. <laughs> it is DIY, but yeah. I, do I'm try a this firm at believer home. In, yeah, I'm a firm <laughs> believer in measure twice, cut once. You know, just I'm always going to, yeah, I'm always going to just make sure I know what I'm doing first. And then that's part of the fun, you know, as, you, as you're trying to learn, you're putting stuff together and you didn't okay. shock yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that video, fun. you, that channel you mentioned, uh, the guy that, uh, the one, the name you mentioned earlier, I, I forget. Uh, Jehu Garcia. Jehu Garcia. Garcia. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched that one and his, uh, well, you said $300. It was actually 180 in parts and then it was 120 in cosmetics. So it was kind of funny yeah. um, that he yeah. got it down to that price uh, from your experience what he did you do a, a pretty much the same thing or can you say is it 180 dollars now or is it less even less now no no uh i still have people i know just because i had a craigslist ad up for a while mm -hmm. where i would say if you had a dead battery or dead scooter battery dead hoverboard dead electric bike all those have the lithium ion cells yeah which i've actually brought these little guys uh -huh. they're just 18650. See, these, these have been tested. So yeah. that's how I just mark them down. Oh, nice. But yeah, if, if anything has this, I mean, medical packs, laptop batteries, although they're going with the flatter ones now because laptops are skinnier. Mm -hmm. But anything like that will have one of those cells. And then once you have those cells, you just build them, test them, 
and then you can start putting it together. But to, to answer your question, um, yes and no, because there's a few ways you can build these, um, especially since it kind of caught on. Before, mm -hmm. it was all just buy copper, go go get copper bars, go get copper wire and put it together. And that's kind of what I stuck with, with the big packs. Oh, sorry. Um, but there's there's other ways to do it too. You can solder onto the batteries, you can spot weld onto the batteries. Um, that's a little safer. But, so so um, that uh, that lithium ion cell, is that correct that you just yeah. showed us? That is, yeah. is, is that basically the same kind of battery that goes into Tesla Powerwalls and Tesla Model 3s? Is that what we're looking uh, at? The test, yeah, the Model X and the Model S, those ones all use these. These exi okay. Not the exact battery, but Panasonic version of these. But basically um, the same thing, right? Basically the same thing. Um, okay. The newer ones, I don't know if you saw Battery Day with Tesla. Uh, they're, they're coming out with these new batteries, but like in like... In between that big step are batteries that are like these. Mm -hmm. I think they're 2750s and they're just a little thicker and, yeah. a, and a little wider, like a little taller and a little wider um, around. So it's, I guess it's the most efficient you can get a battery before you have to step up to their, their new battery that they're making. So that battery you're holding, how does that compare to something like we would know what a D battery is that will stick in a flashlight, yeah. right? So how does that, is that yeah. like 10 times the juice in there or how does that oh, yeah. measure up to like a <laughs> I, D I battery? Say, yeah, I wouldn't say 10 times the juice. Um, I would say maybe, because right here, you'll see that like I marked them after I test them. So the yeah. 2735, uh, that's how many milliamp hours are in it. And these are 4.2 volts. And then yeah. the 26 next to it, that's the internal resistance. If the internal resistance is too high, then you don't want it. There's so many reasons to not use one of these. But <laughs> you, so you have to you have to really test it. Like I te I use with my iPhone, I have like a thermal camera. So as they're testing, you got to oh. test to see if they get hot. You got to test oh. the internal resistance. You got to test um, if once they're done charging at 4.2 volts, it's called, uh, what is that called? I think it's like ghost or phantom draining where you'll just have it fully charged and then you'll test it a week later and it's at 3.6, not 4.2 anymore. It just sagged because right. it's just dying. So you have to test yeah. all of that before you can say this one cell is good. So Okay, it's, so of it's all the uh, recycled batteries that you're collecting... How many of them are, are decent and good for reusing? You know, how many do you have to disqualify? Yeah. Uh, actually, if if you're using laptop batteries, you might be able to get half of them. But what's been oh. happening lately is all, yeah, like, because what happens with the laptop batteries is there's a battery management system in them that mm -hmm. just kind of, it checks to see what the voltage is so it doesn't go too low, it'll just shut off, doesn't overcharge it, make sure that's happening, and heat, it checks for all that. And if anything yeah. gets triggered, the thing's done. What happens yeah. is with laptop batteries is you'll have like six in each pack. Yeah. And if one basically gets too hot, then it's just done. The pack is done. But if you open it up and take it all apart, you're actually uh, going to find five, four or five that are actually still just fine. It's uh, a two that made the battery uh, management, made the battery, because you can't have a bunch of exploding laptops. So they're overly protective, which is great. <laughs> but <laughs> but for me, that, that was good for a while because I was able to break them all open and take cells with the laptops yeah. getting thinner and thinner does that hurt your uh yeah accessibility to batteries yeah because like that's it's kind of transferring over from from our little group it, pretty much from laptop batteries to the like the the line scooters and the like any mm -hmm. kind of scooter because you'll you'll see on the news how they throw like bins of trash cans full of like the bird and lift and all these scooters oh. and then People just go and just scavenge them, and then they'll sell them on Craigslist. And I know how much they're worth because I can pretty much get one of these now for about fifty cents a piece. Oh, or nice. And if you get them on, 
Yeah, and if you get them online, it's going to be about a buck fifty, two bucks for just a used one that's yeah. been tested. So that's kind of why I do that. But it's mainly, almost, almost exclusively now, uh, the scooter packs and the e-bikes and the hoverboards. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, what, yeah. Like as you as you build the power wall, so there's I'm guessing. I seen your videos. It's, it looks like freaking like 400, 600 battery of, of those small batteries in there. Uh, how do you, yeah. uh, I don't think, I don't think I remember you going through any topic where you, if you have to replace a certain amount, like, like, do you have a amount that dies out and you have to replace the entire row or how's that work? Oh, oh do they go bad oh, okay. while they're in the wall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so if one goes bad, they're in these 18650s space. That's what these cells are called. 18650s. Um, they have spacers that they sell on like uh, Amazon. And stuff like that so luckily i use a thin enough wire to where if one does go bad and i can see because a lot of times you'll see like uh what is that the electrolyte the stuff start coming out of it so you're like okay that's oh. the bad one that's why it's sagging so when you <laughs> the see Gatorade's that coming out isn't it gatorade's coming out a yellow <laughs> this one's dying <laughs> yellow pow- powderish gatorade is that is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah it's kind of <laughs> it's actually yeah it's kind of like that um, <laughs> it really is it, it gets all like yellow and you can totally tell when it's when it's done or you'll just see mm. a fuse that popped because it was sagging in how many compared to the rest of the batteries they'll all try to keep each other charged because when you have all the cells in parallel that's when you have positive positive negative to negative all the way through yeah. when one but when one starts slowly sagging the rest of them try to keep that one cell at the same level so eventually if it's too low and all the cells are trying to pump that thing up to get it back to normal it'll be too many amps rushing through it and the fuse will pop so like when i took down my last wall to merge it to this big one i actually found like seven or eight popped fuses which just made me feel great because nothing's going to run away (laughs) so that's like if you have a herd and then one of them is falling behind then the rest of the herd tries to pull them along until they kill them is that correct? Much. Is that a or good just, analogy? Or just gone? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's actually a pretty good analogy. Yeah. Uh, so the, so then really you said I'm you, probably going to steal that, honestly. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so you said you have a small enough so- solder to that, so the bad one that's like leaking. So you'll see that that the so- the solder to it got messed up, or the yellow Gatorade, yellow dr- yeah. powder dude yeah. Gatorade. So then you have to pull yeah. that one battery out, and then just pop it in yep. new one and resolder. So you have to resolder that connection. Yeah, but which takes twenty seconds. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so mm. if you just pop one out, pop one in, and you're and you're good to go. Nice. Yeah. Does uh? All right. D- I thought I'd d- turn off notifications. Does it uh? <laughs> oh, it's, it's all good. I, I, we didn't hear anything. Does ever <laughs> we didn't see your booty call? <laughs> <laughs> does does ever an entire row go bad from one of the from one of the batteries? That might be a stupid question, but no, no, not an entire row. If you had them like uh, if it, the packs you saw in the videos. If it was one side was positive, the other side was negative, then you're going in series. And if you were to do something like that, where you were just to maybe reverse polarity it, then you would see an entire row just go out because mm. that's that's the entire like row that it's connected to. So mm. that all of them in parallel, you're not going to see a lot of pops everywhere. Because if you do make one mistake, that's usually when you do kind of something very stupid is <laughs> when you mm. see like a row just kind of go out. Do you have any suggestions for people that for safety reasons? So uh, my story with uh, I did my RO water system and I added Mm -hmm. just these little boxes of uh, water detection. And uh, I mean, there's one time I switched out at one plastic uh, tube and I I knew Mm -hmm. it was just something on my mind that that this day or that first day or two, I was like, you know, I should keep an ear out for it. And luckily, one I swapped out that pipe or that tube. 
a day and a half later, I'm taking a nap and I hear the water alarm beep, beep, beep. And I'm, I run, I fly down the stairs. Like it was, I swear within three beeps, I was from upstairs, downstairs in the kitchen within three beeps. And luckily, I mean, it bursted that, that little tube. I used the wrong, um, uh, anyways, uh, the wrong, uh, pressure tube. It, it wasn't able to hold that pressure it was oh, too little. So it popped gotcha. and then it was full on. Like the entire, if you turn on your faucet, it was just shooting that, that amount of water was shooting. Out. <laughs> so anyways, uh, do you yeah. have, so like I, my, for the water thing was the, the water box detector, the water detector. Do you yeah. have anything for batteries? You suggest for people, uh, whether it be obviously, I'm guessing a fire extinguisher, anything else? Yes. Safety tips? Yeah. 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 Safety tip wise. Um, if one were to catch fire, there's two ways you can really do it. You can spend about $300. I forgot what class firefighter or fire extinguisher it is, but it's, it's not your normal red one that yeah. you just go by specific. I believe it's yellow specific for like lithium batteries and you can spray that on oh. there but i've even had heard people have trouble with that like they'll go through oh, a whole shit. bottle and those bottles are like 300 oh, um the only thing i've ever seen work is been when i've seen the tesla battery it wasn't a tesla battery but it was like a battery pack for a car that caught fire and they just dumped it in water and they oh. leave it there for like an entire day and that is what gets rid of it you wouldn't think that because it's you know I, yeah, I wouldn't think that you don't put batteries in water, but <laughs> that, that is absolutely the the solution when it comes to like a runaway. So, um, so the so idea some is people that, I know is the idea that right? an electrical fire is not like a normal fire, right? So no, when these lithium, pretty much when the the batteries inside the battery once that touches oxygen, so it's yeah. not about yeah, then it's just going to light and keep going. There's no way to really way to stop it. You can oh. smother it all you want; it's just going to keep going. So okay. it's, yeah, that's, that's why you have to douse it just drench it in water. So oh. it's not getting more of that oxygen. So could yeah. you set up your Tesla power wall, like a uh, carnival dunk take? And then you, <laughs> that's what, the I, that is literally what I was about to say. Like I know people that are <laughs> to build that, like literally it's like in a big tube, you can yeah. still open it up, but they're trying to figure out ways or sand, or you can just dump sand on it. That would uh, work too. Huh, um, yeah. but yeah, but, or they were talking about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Bury it. Quickly. How about <laughs> like a? I mean, how about like a, a cover that uh, like a, a metal cover yeah. that drops down and then cuts off uh, oxygen? Would that work? That would work too. Though I've oh. seen those; those are like the the professional, like one like Tesla. If you ever seen like the big um, uh, Australia uh, facility that they built, like in record time or whatever, mm-hmm. they're all covered in that kind of metal. It'll still burn, and you'll still see it. Um, mm. You'll see it's coming out, but it won't spread. It won't go mm. to the next set. Of cells. Oh. So, they can, so yeah, they can keep it. Right now, just uh, just for fun, thought experiment. If right now in your, I'm guessing it's in your garage, your your battery pack. Is that yes. where you're yeah. probably 12 mm-hmm. feet away from this thing, right? Is that- <laughs> if, <laughs> if you heard, uh, if you if you felt something burning, something hot, what would you do right this second? What, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I have two packs right below me. One that's completed, <laughs> one that's not. <laughs> You're a half a foot from a you. power wall. Okay. Yeah. No. Because no, yeah, the power wall's not done yet. I probably got another few months on it. <laughs> okay. But but honestly, if they were just to catch fire, I would literally grab this. I'd probably use. I've always thought this. If the trash can was empty, I might try to throw it in there mm. and just close the lid, put something really big on top of it. Uh. Hopefully, that'll just keep it contained, and maybe roll it to like outside the house. So yeah. that'll just sit there and burn. I can call the fire department. Wait, so do you, have, do. do you have a plastic <laughs> trash can like us, or do you have a metal Oscar the Grouch kind of trash can? Uh, no, no, I have a plastic one, so that's why it's <laughs> probably going to be... It'll be temporary. i got to call the fire department. <laughs> they get there, it hasn't gone through the plastic. 
And then, <laughs> then you're going to owe the city or the trash company for the cost of one, oh, one yeah. rolling trash can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I measure twice and cut once. I make sure every cell is basically new when I start using it. So, so And there's battery management systems from what you were saying before that would alert me. Like I get, a, I'll get an alert on my phone if my... Oh. Um, the, like if the voltage is getting a little too low, yeah. I have shunts or shutoffs so that like if it does get too low and say I'm not there, everything will just shut off. Um, yeah. And I can also do this. I'm in IT too, so like I, that was part of the nerding out when I was building this, just to be able to control this from anywhere. Like I was in <laughs> Vegas once, I was like, There's oh, not a lot of that. sun today. You don't have to turn it off. There was an app for that. Yeah, <laughs> if not, you just, use, you just use RDP, you know, the computer that's literally <laughs> attached to the power yeah. wall too. I know what you're talking so about for. Works. For my theory of minor, I have like freaking like seven alerts. Like there's there's yeah. an there's a <laughs> offline uh, like I go through a website that has its uh, offline alert. I got my internal alert at home, and that yeah. internal alert has three alerts. So I mean, yep. there's so many points of failure. Like <laughs> yeah, I got yep. it all covered. <laughs> Cause, well, it's uh, like you guys um, are expecting can... to fail or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can see this. Is that the fuse? Is that what we're looking at? That is, that's a fuse that I cut. So usually they're straight. So I have okay. to literally just sit there, bend it, cut it, and do that 7,200 times because that's how many are in the big one. Oh, but wow. these all have fuses. They're about one amp. The cells themselves can actually get to 10, but that's how I, I, I'm like you, man. I'm, as soon as this thing even gets kind of hot, I want it to pop. I don't even want any mm -hmm. kind of, mm -hmm. let's, okay. let's try to see how high it can get. You know what I mean? No, mm -hmm. these are actually one amp fuses. So, I mean, even if the cell starts getting somewhat different from another cell, it'll pop. And I don't care about that. I'll go in and replace it or see what's going on. But I'd rather have that than, you know, throw a pack in a freaking garbage can. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so for, our, for our listening audience, a fuse is um, a protective device. When So you're, you're dealing yeah. with battery packs and power moving across lines. Yeah. The fuse is a spot where we want the fuse to break before something bad happens. So the fuse is typically... Yeah. It's a thin wire. Is that correct? A way, a way to describe it? Yeah. Is it a thin wire that will burn out before the rest of the system, right? I can't see it. It's designed yes, exactly. to be... We could kind of see it. You can hold it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no. Well, yeah. If we have other so podcasts, I'm trying to, though, trying to show you that because watching. inside the okay. glass is yeah. an even smaller wire. So that's what pops. Yeah. So I, I, with that, so it, it'll sit, these are really hard to do. So I usually do yeah. this so I can sit it on top and then I oh, spot nice. weld it. Yeah. from that point and then i bend this top part onto the copper bar and then mm -hmm. i solder that so it gets the connection yeah, but the actual fuse this, part is designed to be the thinnest part where if too much yes. current goes across it'll melt and and break the connection yeah it'll pop yeah, it'll yeah. Pop, yeah. okay exactly cool. and that's and i have those on all of them like i i get a little sometimes i get some crap like why are you putting a one amp fuse that's so low i'm like well there's 240 of these in a pack I'm yeah. never going to need 240 amps. I think it's like 80 the most mm -hmm. or 90. I think the most each pack will get, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm just being very, very overly protect, protective for good reason. I've seen enough videos where people are just oh, kind of yeah. <laughs> willy, willy nilly with them and just trying to connect stuff and boom, a fire inside their house. You know, oh, like, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah, that's, you should nah. see my, my <laughs> very first mining rig. I had a, um, I had oh, a nice. fireproof welding, uh, blanket underneath because I was just paranoid having like what was that I yeah. forget six or twelve video cards and it was in one area. Oh, damn nice, so, a good rig. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I had the blanket underneath and I had the rigs on top. So if any fire happened, it would at least it wouldn't. I I would hope it wouldn't like get to the rest of the house because it's hopefully 
kind of sitting in one yeah. spot. That that was my hope. Uh, Wait, well, you never alerted yeah. to me the, to the high probability of this fire danger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I don't know. I, I would say it's low probability. I, I'm I'm more fearful of what Stephen's doing than what I'm doing. <laughs> me too. <laughs> hey, wait. So, um, a side note: Do you ever see on YouTube that uh, dude that does random electrical shit, but he always finds a way to yeah. zap himself? Yeah, he literally just shocks himself, right? Yeah, like he's like concocting find, find some way to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I don't know. It's I mean, fantastic. he gets a lot of views. I'm sure he's making some money, but damn. <laughs> I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> I, watched, I watched some of his videos. He does... He does a, I mean, each of his videos is teaching something, so it's not... It's true. How not to yeah. zap yourself? It's not really to zap yourself, but I feel like he's got... He's... It's probably from the videos where he did zap, zap himself. He saw the numbers, the viewership go up. Yeah. So he, he decided, well, I should zap myself every video. And that, unfortunately, that's <laughs> yeah. his thing now. <laughs> he's, he's like yeah, a clown that, that takes thing. a fall every time. <laughs> and I think the, the video I saw was like, um, like what, what do you call it when you put a bunch of videos together? Like a collage. But it's just, oh, people, yeah, just of him just only shocking himself. Just, just not the video or, or any of the lessons. Just him shocking, shocking himself. <laughs> From your uh, experience, uh, look or under dealing with the power wall. Uh, what does Tesla provide for safety when when they give the power wall when they sell it? If that makes sense, like oh, yeah. it's brand new. Yeah, they have. They're on version two, but the what they do is they have. I think in those power walls they have water cooling. So like if it's like the mm. power packs in your car they have they have a small fuse just like mine just a tiny little fuse if you mm -hmm. ever get one of those packs um to the batteries but yeah they use water cooling um that goes it's like a ribbon that goes through the entire pack mm -hmm. and it'll just if it needs to turn on it turns on keeps it cooler hmm. just heat is your enemy when it comes to this stuff so cool yeah they, they go a little further with it i can only use fuses but uh, yeah if you, uh, yeah. I mean, if you were to guess the cost, say if you were to try design design that water cooling yourself, Ooh. yeah, well, they yeah, they use tech that I've never even yeah, ah, interesting, okay, yeah, I mean, it's like this thin strip that goes in between each cell and then comes out and comes around the next one. Like I don't know how you do that. Like it, that's mm. that's something I I'd like to look into, but when I look at it, I'm like. That is too much, even for me. I'm gonna have to really do some deep, deep dig into seeing how you did that. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> so impressive, though. Yeah, I did some looking around on how many other people on YouTube are doing their own power walls. I mean, it looks oh, like yeah. it's growing, but it's still a pretty yeah. small number, though. Like, yeah, that, that's what was great. Like, I'm still getting like sales. I used to be able to get them on eBay um, because yeah. they were so cheap; no one wanted them. Now that's impossible. Uh, now uh. everybody's bidding on those things. That's why I usually do local now. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I remember when I joined that DIY Powerwall group, I think there was maybe two or 3,000. I think now there's 60 or 70,000. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely grown. And it's it's great. You know, it's, face, it's the Facebook groups, but it's, it's really cool. People just who don't know will just start asking random questions. And what I like about those things on like Reddit is like you can... A lot of those people are there just to help each other. And so if you have a question, you want to get to know how to do it, just go there and, you know, everybody's happy there's, to answer. There's not questions. some jerk on there calling everybody stupid. <laughs> there's always a jerk on there always calling someone stupid. Of course, it's four amps, jackass. <laughs> That's just how it is. <laughs> you jerk off, go back Reddit's to electric worse, school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I'm going to try going through the online questions first for the heck of it. And then uh, we'll just take, okay. I mean, you could go on tangents all as much as you want. So yeah. uh, I'll just but grab. If, if anybody was watching and they wanted to see, like, a, get a good idea of, of where to start, uh, there's HB Powerwall. Um, that's his um, YouTube handle. Mm -hmm. But uh, he, that's, that's, Jehu Garcia got me into it. But that guy, and I think it's Average Joe and mm -hmm. uh, Mike Nako. And I think he's, um, what is, uh, Lithium Solar. I want to get like if if those guys ever saw this, I'd want to give them all the credit in the world because they've literally I've chatted them, yeah. I've asked questions about the inverter because that was like a thing I had no idea. That's basically where the batteries like you get solar that charges the batteries, then yeah. the battery or the inverter uses the batteries to charge the car. So like okay. I didn't really know anything about the inverter part. So like I just went in, asked a whole ton mm -hmm. of questions, and everybody's there just to help each other. So it was I really learned by asking questions to people that had already seen videos and knew that they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So it's, so you, you're, yeah. we'll find some great uh, mentors and people that knew some shit Absolutely. on your journey. Absolutely. Okay. That's why I'm, that's why I'm always happy to help when someone sees a video like of mine and they ask questions. I am so happy to help because you just got to pay that stuff forward. Yeah. You just do. Yeah. This person asks, how are you charging them? I'm guessing, how are you charging the batteries? I heard solar. Uh, yeah, with solar individually, I, I just use, um, like when I take these out to, to test them, um, and charge them. I usually just use, uh, you can get them on Amazon. I think they're, they're like Lyco or I think that's the brand name. Um, I do not have one out here. Um, but yeah, it, it basically will do the, the milliamps. It'll do the internal resistance and that's how I check each cell and that's how I'll charge each cell until they go into a pack. One, like you said though, once they're in a pack, then it's mm. solar. There's a, there's, it goes basically solar to a solar controller that basically matches your voltage so you can charge the batteries correctly. Um, and then from the charger, uh, from the, I'm sorry, from the cells, it goes to the, like I said, the inverter. And mm -hmm. then the inverter will turn that DC because that's all DC. Everything I said before that, uh, the solar, the batteries, those are all DC. Yeah. And that's the inverter is going to switch that to AC, which then charges the car. And then ironically, all the batteries inside there are DC. So inside the car switches it back. It's a little <laughs> weird, but that's, that's how it works. But, but the car is made that way because DC our wall plugs are AC, yeah. right? Like, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I use, um, there's a couple ways to charge the car too. You can do it like a regular plug at your house, uh, that 110 volt, just like how you charge your, your laptop or anything. You mm -hmm. can do that, but you get about three miles an hour. Um, so that's, that's, that takes a long time. To, it'll take over a day to charge a car. Um, yeah. But there's also the 220 volt option, and that's what I went with. And with my car, it's a Model 3, I can charge it at 32 amps. So that's pretty, that's why I was saying I really need don't need to use 240 amps, but mm. um, so I can charge it at 32 amps. But my brother has actually pre-ordered the truck, the cyber truck. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I want to be able yeah. to go a little higher. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ah, nice. And I want to be able to go higher. So that's what kind of sparked the new build was just like yeah, you know, like kind of like Tim Allen. I wanted more power once I built it and saw it. <laughs> I was like this thing could be huge. I can make this giant. Like the the battery I'm building has more cells than the battery in my car. I want to be able to have zero percent in my uh, car and be able to yeah. charge it completely if uh, if I needed to. Yeah. Don't I don't recommend that. But yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's what I want. Tesla says twenty percent, eighty percent. That's where you're supposed to keep it. I want to be able to do some uh, insane charging. <laughs> yeah. And then they have their superchargers, which is just on another level. That's yeah. when you can go to any of those, like in Mission Valley in San Diego. You go to a supercharger and you can, it's 40 minutes, but they're always by restaurants or something. So you yeah. can easily, or if it's a road trip, there's always something where you can just go quickly get something to eat, go to the bathroom, do what you got to do. And then by the time you come back, your car's fully charged. 
Yeah, that's so awesome. That's that's the dream. <laughs> when you said that eighty percent thingy. Um, I watched Linus Tech Tips, and they did. A te- I think it was Linus Tech Tips. He, he did testing on batteries, yeah. and they concluded that you want to in an optimal setting, which no one's going to really do this. Like a phone battery, you want to keep higher than thirty percent and lower than seventy yeah. percent. Would you agree with that? And yeah. kind of or. What's your thoughts? On uh, I think that's a little overly protective. I would go more 80, 20. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some people that even do 90, 10. Um, but I, mm. I kind of, I like the 80, 20. I, I, you, you lose, you lose, like, the thing is, it's not like lead acid batteries where they say, oh, this is a 200 amp hour battery, but technically you can only use half of it. So mm-hmm. even though it's, so, but if you get a lithium battery and it says 200 amp hours, technically you can use all 200 amp hours of that. It's just you want to make it last longer. So you got cycles. So you don't really go through a full cycle unless you go from 100% to basically zero. And then that's a full cycle. You charge it again and you get a certain amount of cycles. But if you keep it in that little sweet spot the whole time, it's they can last 10 years. They can last way longer than Hmm. than than you you would think a lithium battery can Hmm. use. Like every time I before I had the like the safeguard when I first built it at the bottom, like it dropped to like 2.9 and that's bad. That's that's basically 0%. Yeah. And then when I brought it back up, even after I think I did that twice, I saw a little difference. Just, it wasn't huge, but it was enough to where I'm like, okay, never again, get it to 20, keep it in there. Cause I don't want to have this take a year to build this thing and then only have it for like six months because mm. I'm just playing around with it too much going from 100% <laughs> I to I had to scavenge all these batteries from sketchy people around <laughs> <Yeah>. San Diego. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By chance- I, had, I had the previous pack for two years, so that was good. By chance, do you do that with your cell phone? As in, when you charge it in the wall at in the day, do you keep it keep an eye when it hits eighty ish percent, and then pull pull it out, and then oh yeah, it, oh yeah, yeah? No, not even a little. Not I actually little. started. I kind of do that. I'll use my phone down to like twenty uh, to thirty percent, and then I'll charge it up. I don't keep an eye on when it when it hits a hundred or whatever. But if I happen to be there and it's it's around seventy yes. percent, I'll actually pull it out of the wall. I don't know how to pull out. I just go all the way <laughs> up to a hundred. He just, he just likes to leave it in there. Um, That's right. <laughs> moving around a little bit. But yeah, uh, I would say I have more of a problem with uh, not paying attention to it when it gets to a hundred percent. I, cause I use my phone for work too. So a lot of times I, I'm on it like all day long. So I don't have, I'm, I'm going to let it die cause I need to use it. I'm not by a charger. Yeah. I got to use it. But, um, but there is these cool things. <laughs> this is my brother's, but um, like you can, What's cool about these cells is that they kind of can go to everything. So they have these like packs that you can buy. Like these are just standard USB. Yeah. Like there's USB-C in the middle. So that's fast charging for like a new phone. But inside yeah. this thing are 18650s. Oh. And the case only costs about 10 bucks. So if you can scab it, and these things cost what, 50 bucks? Like if you get one from Anchor or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you just grab six, I think this is eight cells. But if you just grab eight cells that you got for basically 50 cents because you just scavenged them or salvaged them, um, then yeah, you just, that, that's going to cost you four bucks. It's, that's 14 bucks just to build something like this. And that's, what's charging my phone right now. So yeah, Steven's like holding, a, Steven's holding a, um, no, it's sorry, like a yeah. battery charger. You know, there's some people that listen to podcasts and don't see the visual. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's one of those, yeah. One fan. of those external battery chargers. Like if you, if you wanted a giantest battery to have, uh, to keep yeah. your phone running. So people use that to travel or if they know their battery is sketchy, then. Yeah, you'll see these yeah. big packs, but you're saying and inside I, yeah, there is the the same lithium ion cells, cells. right? Yep. Yeah, okay, exact same ones. Yeah, I've also built a battery for camping. That's like a 24 volt battery. Um, that's just to like because I I like camping. I love camping, but I also and you like, like batteries. 
Yeah, so I was like, I have all these batteries. I'm like, man, we could power like a TV, watch a pottery game out there. We could I brought a toaster once just to see if it would work. So, yes. Yeah. Nice. So, oh, yeah. So it's become more of um, glamping than camping since I've kind of got more into this stuff. Because nice. we have lights on all the way around the canopies now because it just plugs into one yeah. of these little power packs. And Is yeah. there a Tesla it's, charger it's, at Petco Park? There's one near it. I believe it's on A Street. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> gotcha. That thing is always packed. But yeah, yeah. there is one. I'll have to yeah. send you my camping list. Well, if, if uh, my camping trips uh, <laughs> itinerary, if you want to join, we should uh, try to connect on that. I like camping too. Yep. All right. You just, just want to bring all that battery camping. shit. I, yeah, I yeah. want to see that. I want to <laughs> see you bring the entire power wall. <laughs> it's, it's on wheels. That is. <laughs> Because it's uh, the new one is on in a server rack. It's a 42U, um, and it's probably what seven feet tall. So, but I, I the first one I built was just whatever I could get. So I got this yeah. cheap server rack. It didn't have wheels. There's back panels were missing, so I had to like just get some plywood back when it was cheap and cut it and <laughs> put it around it, so I can so I could build it. And this one was just it has to be so much bigger, so it's almost twice the size of that one. And but I was like, if I put it on wheels. I could roll it to my car and then i started really thinking about it like as i'm still going to keep it on wheels but i started i started realizing how heavy this thing is going to be it's, you know it's going to be yeah. damn near 1500 pounds like i don't think i'm gonna be able to roll that anywhere <laughs> so but yeah. so yeah it was it was a good thought in the beginning but i don't think it's gonna happen so, so a server rack is like a heavy duty metal shelf is that is that for most yeah. people like a six foot tall kind yeah. of shelf yeah okay. kind of kind yeah of like i mean this uh, it's pretty yeah. industrial because like you're going to have uh, server blades. They call them yeah. blades. So they're kind of yeah. um, uh, wide and long, but not tall, each blade. So you might in a server rack, you could maybe have up to, I don't know, up to, I don't know the number, 15 server blades in there mm -hmm. and you slide them yeah. out. So, so instead, Stephen is stacking lithium ion batteries into the server rack and you would stack so yeah, many. Like shelves. Yeah. Yeah. So then you would Just stack so like many that it becomes more than you want to be dollying around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, pounds, it yeah. <laughs> Almost uh, yeah. A ton. with the inverter because i'm trying to do something different um most people have their garages and they have like they just build shelves and they put mm -hmm. it on there and they'll have just the cable going out and doing and a lot of people sometimes do grid ties where they'll actually make it act like an actual power wall mm -hmm. and it'll use the power from those cells to power their home and then um they'll use the solar and then if it's they're not using enough they're charging up their battery so at night they can still be using the battery at night yeah and even though there's no solar coming in so it's really cool it's what some people are doing yeah. um it's just that for me it was mainly because i got the tesla so i kind of yeah. want to keep it on that vein where i was like well if i can get a like a server rack and i can just put every single thing in this server rack because the front yeah. side of the server rack has all the cells and the back side is going to have like the solar inverter it's going to have the actual power inverter all the cables going through it. I'm really trying to design something cool, but business um, in the front, so party in the back. You... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it's gonna be. Okay, so, so I'll show instead... it off the front with all the pretty batteries, and the backs all the work. <laughs> so, so instead of rolling this beast around, uh, in the end, is it smarter just to have a long cord to go to your that's car? That's what's happening. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, a hundred foot cable going from the power wall to to the car. Are you, are you going to put any uh, pretty light show on this? I know in the computer world. I, yeah, I, I know. I'm, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I've thought about that more than once. I just don't know if I'm going to do that yet. I'm like, does it look stupid? I'm like, I'm 40. Uh, like, is it going to? Lasers, bro. Put some lasers on there. 
I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm, not I'm not sure if I missed a, a few sent a few words in a sentence as you said. So you said that uh, some people use these batteries at uh, yeah. dur- what was it during the during the di- during the night because yeah. you could use the solar during the day. Are you gonna be doing that whole enchilada like? Oh, as soon as I, like I can afford a house out in San Diego, yes. So oh, okay. um, that's when I'll do it. So um, that- but yeah, that's that's what people do. Like my 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 dad or my mom and my dad, they actually just got a power wall. And it was nice. kind of fun. I had to go over there and explain exactly what that was. But they 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 love it because they have where during the day they have so many solar panels. So during the day, they're using the solar to power the house and yeah. also charge the batteries. So that when the sun goes down, they have a power wall that can still charge or uh, power everything that they got the tv the the washer washing and dryer they can still power all that stuff um so for a certain amount of time and it just saves them on the bill and then during mm-hmm. the day if they're getting so much solar that the battery's full everything in the house is going it mm-hmm. feeds back to the grid and then they make money off that so mm-hmm. it's yeah it's, it's a good deal on yours like you have um you, you said something about it would, it, would, it was three was it one hour for three miles that you said the charging was? Was that correct? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. Like if you just to use a regular 110 outlet at your house, like I said, like you use to power your laptop, oh, yeah. that will charge it at three. Oh, yeah. So- mine, mine, once it's done, will be running 220 volts and I can get up to 32 amps. So it's like the equivalent of about 25 miles an hour. So if you think about it, that's probably eight hours and it'll be fully charged, but that's what yeah. you sleep in at night. So you can plug it in at night. Hopefully there's no fire. And then you wake up to a fully charged <laughs> I think that's the best warning for anybody watching this or listening to the show. Oh, yeah. When I first start, when I first built the first one, I, I literally couldn't leave it. I, I thought yeah. it'd be so cool to plug my car and just go work. I ended up yeah. just pulling my laptop right next to it so I can make sure nothing caught fire i just sit and watch like this year, for hours and hours <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and hey this it's electricity huh? yeah um, i was new again i didn't know volt from amp so i'm nice. i'm still overly paranoid so mm. yeah still act like that guy that doesn't know anything which is good i think yeah yeah next online question is is it possible to use vertical windmills i'm not sure what that means hopefully you do uh, yeah, it's just a different type of like you could use a windmill to like power the batteries if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that is possible. And I know there's people that have done that. You don't. That's a very rare thing to see in our, our group because it's yeah. mo- mainly about the batteries and mainly everybody just uses solar. But I do know people that are trying to do that. And that's I think that's kind of cool. More ways. Awesome. So a vertical windmill is just a different uh, fan blade style that where it looks more like a pole and spins around oh, instead of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I would describe it. Technically, as almost... you can use both. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, yeah, it's just a way to charge the batteries. So it almost doesn't matter yeah. what the input of electricity is to the battery, right? It doesn't matter your source. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just got to, you have to have, prob- you have to have something in between it to control it. So yeah. like you could have something, let's say it's a hundred volts. Right. You need something to control how many volts that is because the batteries are only 48 or yeah. it goes up to the max of 62. So you want it charging at 62 volts so that it doesn't go any higher. You're not, that, that's where you get in trouble. The controller yeah. controls that. How many amps, how many volts go into the batteries. So you would just need something like that. Right. So if you have that's a super you, windy day, yeah, you don't cook your batteries on a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Depending on how going, much voltage comes out. If you keep going yeah. down this rabbit hole, you're going to end up on the uh, exercise bike. 
like pedaling to power. <laughs> oh, yeah. batteries! Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Pedaling to power batteries to power your electric car, so you don't have to ride a bicycle. Oh yeah, burn off the fat to power something else. Yeah, I get it. Uh, next question: Is it possible to use rechargeable AA batteries and consume the and cons and consume and charge them in a circular fashion so that they all you all get used and charged at the same rate? Like a double A circle jerk? You, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, about? you could, but that, that, w that would be so inefficient because those double A batteries, <laughs> rechargeable ones, are not are not meant to just do that. The 18650s, the lithium cells are. And I believe double A's are actually, what is it? That's not even lithium ion, I think. I think some are, but huh. they're so tiny. Like you would need so many. Like I have 1,700 in mine. You would probably need four times that. <laughs> triple a or triple double a batteries to get to that point and it'd be so these are cheaper i mean if you can recycle them mm -hmm. they're 50 cents i mean go pick up four rechargeable batteries from energizer yeah you know at, at home depot it's like 10 bucks 12 bucks for four batteries so yeah, yeah no you can but that would be very very inefficient but technically you can <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything if you set your mind to it next question <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> won't won't old batteries be less efficient that's why you test them because that's because th that's what I'm throwing away. And you can yeah. usually tell that by the internal resistance will tell you that or or the, the heat that's coming off of it. So yeah. you want one that acts new. And even then you're still watching them. But yeah. um, but in my experience, especially with lately with all these scooters and stuff, those batteries are new. They're like mm. genuinely not mm. even a year old. Mm. So you kind of right now is like a gold rush for people that recycle them. Oh, um, nice. and want to collect them, but it's, what? it's, it's something we're doing now because China used to take all these batteries and mm -hmm. they would take them and they'd be like, Oh, most of these are like, still got half the juice in it. And since they can sell things with labels that are not true, they uh -huh. literally just rewrap them, say that they're this, this battery right here, the, this type of chemistry can only get about 3,400 uh, milliamp hours, but China will re-release them. They're called ultra flares, I think. Ultra. And they'll say they're 6,600 or 9,600 milliamp hours. They're not. Yeah. But all they did was rewrap a recycled cell like we're doing here and sell them back to us after we oh, gave them all to them. Dirty Chinese. So, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. So, so we're just kind of we're kind of stopping that. So we're using them and reusing them now. Which Wait, is good. So, so what's happening with uh, scooters? Somebody gets a scooter for Christmas and then how, do, how does it get to like, fuck the scooter? I don't want it's, it anymore. I would say I would say the biggest reason we get so many cells is because of battery management systems are so crappy. Um, yeah. Even on the, those bikes, or if you have a dead battery, like say your 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 kid's got on a scooter and the battery dies, and yeah. then he doesn't really want to play with it anymore, and he lets it sit there for three months, yeah. they, the batteries yeah. could drain below the battery management system's recommendation, and yeah. it just won't turn back on. You'd have oh. to actually open it up, put positive to negative, and try to just basically jolt it back up so that you could charge it again um and there's oh. people that do that but like mm. that's usually the, but if you're a lime or you're um mm -hmm. a, a bird scooter usually yeah. they'll see those oh it doesn't work throw it in the trash and and they're not even six months to a year old like these cells i don't have any of them in front of me there's actually a little like a set of letters and numbers and you can look it up and it'll actually tell you the manufacture date and mm. a lot of the ones i'm using are 2018 2019 2017 and they're rarely used, so they all come out pretty, oh, pretty damn dude, new. If you weren't so horny to get your hands on these batteries, you could be repairing scooters. <laughs> <laughs> <It could> be. <laughs> uh, now, 
kind of that. I could, it's, dude, it's, it's, it's honestly, someone told me that they were like, you know, you could <laughs> grab a whole bunch of scooters when you're done, take them to your house, charge them with the scooters you got that were theirs yeah. and then just make money by charging them all. But that's a lot of work. <laughs> this is a hobby. <laughs> well, both of you correct me if I'm wrong. I think earlier, well, Emmett's question on, uh, why scooters. And I think you answered it earlier and I, I think Emmett might've not connected it is you saying, um, uh, the electric scooter rental company is a bird is it the name of it in san diego yeah, bird uh lime uh, seen those around lift. yeah so there's pro yeah. i'm guessing they have they have so many that where they where the battery is re reported not good or dead so they got to just throw it away they mm -hmm. and they, they just, just buy chuck it, it. yeah, yeah. Hmm. so because there's yeah. so many of these companies nationwide as as these things are po uh, uh popping out i think in uh, Florida, yeah. California, San Francisco, or San Francisco, but any any of those places that are near oh, no, the beaches, there for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they just have yeah. such, such a supply of these scooters that they just got to throw them away. So you could recycle yeah. an army of scooters. <laughs> you really? <laughs> you could. I, I've seen some guy had a shed. I think in our DIY group, like a legitimate big ass shed that yeah. was full, bottom to top, of like the, <laughs> I want to say bird scooters. They weren't they weren't broken down or anything. Yeah, but like you would say for our group, that was just like porn. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm breaking that shit down. Build something, and you also get these ones too. These are these are like these are just regular ones. These are ones you would buy for a if you wanted your bike to be electric. You know, okay. that's that's so not Lime, whatever that brand is. And yeah. then when you open it up, like because I kind of already did that, you'll see uh, the cells inside. Uh, so, and then this yeah. is where you either can charge it up, try to basically take it out and charge it. Um, that comes out so it's like this yeah. how many how many how many you got there what's that like 20? actually this is the one of the first ones i got i want to say there's usually 30 this is a 36 volt one so yeah. uh 10 batteries um will get you 36 and uh so there's probably in in series so um i would say like man, maybe maybe like 60 in there that's pretty big that's actually what? a bigger pack okay yeah yeah score so. yeah and with the thing with these is i've already tested the entire pack and I got it to charge again. So oh. this thing I could technically put back together and sell it, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take it apart. And and it. <laughs> uh, I've even so, seen those scooters. Uh, they have a similar though. one at uh, Costco you can buy now for, I think, five or 600 bucks. You can get one yeah, of those like, sim very similar yeah. scooters. Yeah. And that might be something I do when I'm done with the project because that, that I did do that to help pay for the project yeah. um, is when they were all super, super cheap. I genuinely thought I was going to have a lot more shitty cells. I thought mm -hmm. I was going to have like just a stack pile of them. Yeah. Um, but because all of them tested so damn well, I actually oh. ended up with like 2000 extra cells. So oh. within the group, I sold them and made a lot of the money back that I did when I was so basically so far, it's just been labor because um, Wait, the so, cells pretty much paid for themselves. So how much you're like going online and finding people with broken ass scooters, right? And are you picking it up for... How much are they selling you an old scooter for? Ten bucks or something? Or yeah, usually I just take the pack and I'll take the scooter. But um, uh, usually, if I know how many cells are in it, it's fifty cents a cell. So if there's thirty cells in it, usually fifteen bucks. But then okay. I can turn around and so say, I oh, I don't need this one. I have enough cells. Like yeah. I was telling you before, I can yeah. turn around and sell those for about a buck fifty each. Yeah. So it's yeah. And then so, so in yeah, that, it, it, in that scooter with thirty uh, lithium-ion battery cells, uh, what's your yeah. washout rate like? You know, a couple of them are bad or yeah, it's, it's small. maybe, maybe two, maybe three. Yeah. Maybe one set of series. Okay. So that would be like three cells just not working. 
And then yeah. what do you do with the bad ones? Is there a way to stick those in the Best Buy recycle bin or something? Or You can do that, or you can take them somewhere. Um, I, there's a place in Santee that you can go uh-huh. um, where you can actually just hand like a box of them, and they'll take them. Okay. Because yeah, they'll they, they actually... Don't, not a lot of recycling centers do take it, though. That was yeah. the only one I found. Yeah. Okay. That would take them. So conceivably that recycling center then will break down the parts and yeah. reuse the precious battery. Yeah, right now we're only at about, I want to say 15% of a battery. Uh, one of these batteries are recyclable. Oh. My my uncle would give me a lot of crap for that. Oh, it's not renewable if you can't reuse it after it's completely dead. Yeah, But you already have like, uh, like American Battery Company, something like the recycling company. Yeah. that they've already pledged by like 2030 that they'll get it to like 60%. And then I okay. think Tesla even said that one, they're going to have a program where once your battery is dead, you send it back to them. Yeah. And they're at the, hopefully by two, I think 2050, it's always 30 or 50, <laughs> um, but 2050, uh, they plan to have, I think basically 99% recyclable or 90% recyclable. So yes. when we're at that point, then we really are not real and no cobalt. That's, that's the, you know, that's, that's, a problematic ingredient yeah the evil part of the battery is just because of the mining of it i love when people promise stuff for 2050 i i promise i will pay everyone's bills by 2050 2050 yeah personally i will pay your bills (laughs) it's like 30 years man (laughs) yeah i might die before that (laughs) yeah right means nothing to me (laughs) what got you uh started on this this battery project or the whole thing the whole what got you started? Uh, <laughs> How did you go down this crazy think, road? <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, I think honestly, the Tesla. I think just seeing because oh, that's right. I, don't, I didn't need earlier. a car. Sorry. Yeah, I, I work from home in IT, so I really didn't need a car. I had a car that was you know would get you to point A, point B, sometimes back, and um, I was okay with that for a while. And then when I really mm-hmm. saw a Tesla, and it really wasn't, it was kind of about the battery part of it. But genuinely, I felt love like the, the the autopilot, the enhanced autopilot, um, mm. then the self-driving that's coming up soon, because that stuff just intrigues the shit out of me. Like that's insane <laughs> to me. When it's I get in the car, guy. I can. Yeah, I would be. I had a me and my brother and my friend Joe Anderson. You might remember him from high school, Joe Anderson. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, we took a, We've taken three road trips from San Diego to Boston, San Diego to Vancouver, mm. San Diego to Miami. Um, and that last one, I actually had the car. Um, and I would say between, I'd say about 80% of it, we didn't drive. The car drove itself. So oh, nice. it, it, that's, yeah. that was the stuff that got me. Like that was just insane. And it, and it cures all that, that uh, driving lag, like that, that feeling you get when you're done driving on a road trip where yeah. everybody goes out, man, I'm, I'm exhausted from driving. You don't yeah. get, that's gone. That's gone. I got all the way to like El Paso and I, I still went out that night because you're just not dead focused. You keep an eye on the road, of course, but it's yeah. it's doing everything for you. Yeah, in the rain and the snow, it'll, yeah, well, as long as it can see lines. San Diego <laughs> to good. El Paso is uh, not a fun drive. You're just coming across the no. ten, right? You, you, no, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, you take and my brother fell asleep within east. like ten minutes of the drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but the the shitter is. Uh, I went to New Orleans one time. We drove, and oh, we get to nice. El Paso, and then it'll say like. 900 miles to get across the rest of Texas. Yeah. Texas <laughs> like, is <"Fuck."> gigantic. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Yeah, we, no. I was like, we got to El Paso. All oh, least we're in Texas now. No, it still took another day to get, <laughs> to get, get like, into Texas. It. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but those, it, yeah, that's what, that's what originally got me into it. And then it really was about how am I going to charge this thing? And then, then YouTube, and then that was like, oh, wow. And I, I love taking on projects like this. Um, I like learning stuff that's new. Um, and this really took me out of my comfort zone. I was really only just doing IT. Mm. But that just, I think like most people, just you just need that, that catalyst, that spark, that, that genuine interest in something. And then from that point on, it was just over. I was reading yeah. nonstop. <laughs> that's really cool. When you, yeah. uh, you, you, wrote, you wrote down as one of your questions, what type of battery packs do you break down? I think you kind of went through that, but is there yeah. also a bunch of different sizes that you like, you have to know ahead of time. Like if you're dealing with yeah. someone on uh, Facebook marketplace and they're selling a specific scooter and they're not, do all of them use that, that was it 38, six, uh, 650 battery? 18650. 18650. Uh, right now. Yes. Oh. They damn near oh. all of them. There's, oh, that's yeah, good. That's easy. Yeah. There are some that have the lipo packs, which is a lithium polymer. Mm. Um, and that is, those are the flat ones that you'll see now, uh, that you see on like, uh, the laptops. Cause you don't have these bulky packs on the back of them anymore with the battery. They're mm -hmm. pretty much non-existent. You flip it over. It's just flat. Right. Yeah. But inside that is just, just like your iPhone. It's just a flat lipo battery. And those people are starting to break down and use as well. But, um, I haven't had a lot of luck with them. The ones I've got just to play <laughs> with seem to like be really crappy and, and not work well. But, um, so but that is where they might not recycle as well. Yeah. In my experience, they, I have seen people have good experience with them, but not me. Yeah. They're just, they're always just dead. And like, yeah, seems like these gotcha. ones are, you, you get a little luckier with the, with the 18650s. For the laptop batteries, have you ran in this probably off topic or have you seen the ones that kind of bulge? They, I don't know what. Yeah. That's the lipo. That's yeah. They're okay. pouches. So yeah. is that, is that going to be a common thing for these laptop batteries or? Uh, no, honestly, it's not even supposed to bulge. That's the, been the problem with those battery <laughs> management systems. It's supposed to cut it off before it even gets that. So when you see one bulging like that, then most likely that battery man management system has failed uh, and it's just going to keep getting worse and you need to get rid of that like immediately. So, cause those <laughs> will catch fire just like bulging, these will. Get, get a yeah, yeah, professional never attention. A good thing. Yeah. Mm. Never <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. I had one, um, I had a laptop where actually the it was bulging so much. I didn't, I, I don't know anything about batteries. So at that time, I just, it slowly yeah. through the months, uh, the, the oh. space button, you could tell it was, it was <laughs> oh, off center. Yeah. It's a rocker. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I didn't know what was going on. So then, uh, luckily, um, I went online one day and started just asking Google, like, Hey, why is my laptop battery bulging? And everyone's saying, yeah, that's a bad battery. Go buy a different one. Yeah. But then the yep. funny thing that I thought was a lot of people that's, that specific laptop that I had, it must be, I don't know, a common battery size. And they're just saying, yeah, yeah, there's a common problem with this battery or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why isn't someone fucking, yeah. why is it so bad? Why is the safety on this thing so bad? It's so yeah, it, it's it, just the management systems are terrible. Is That's, that by chance the last, maybe the, the last generation meaning I blame the Chinese, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that laptop, make them all. <laughs> <laughs> that, that laptop, I want to say I bought in, 2016 so oh did you use it a lot was it like just every day using it using it using it not really no no that shouldn't be happening just yet um and when did this happen like this year or like a year ago it happened about this has turned into a time traveling tech support call <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> 
Yeah, um, like trying to break it down. I work in IT, man. I'm gonna troubleshoot this. So. Yeah. <laughs> if Did I start it, <laughs> if I remember, it was yeah. about two, two years ago. It started uh, bulging. Oh wow! No. Yeah. Yeah. Re- no, I should not have been doing that. Not oh. that. Not that quickly. Yeah. No. Okay. That's interesting yeah. to hear your perspective. Because I have like, let me see. Here. I have I have a lipo battery. This is what I use to use a spot weld. And you can, I don't know if you can kind of, it's swelling already. Yeah. Like you can see it's already mm. getting the space mm-hmm. out yeah. here. But I, I'm very careful with this. Oh, yeah, okay. but this actually is what I use the, the spot weld. Um, it oh. powers the spot weld machine, which is really cool because I can just, I don't have to, like usual spot welders are giant. They have these big boxes and mm. you got to stay right by it. But I can go in my backyard with that and just chill nice. and get the TV back there, watch Pottery Game and just spot weld because this can get very monotonous when you're just uh, cutting and spot welding yeah. 240 times on the front and then 240 times on the back just to get done with one. And there's yeah. 30 of these. So and, I've been doing this. I started this project uh, pretty much right when the pandemic started. So oh, I, okay. yeah, I just needed a hobby. I needed something to do at yeah. that time because you couldn't go out. So I, I think you chose something really cool. That's a great, perfect fit for right. that unique time in our lives here. Yeah. But, right. D- so do you still get up and stretch during the seventh inning <laughs> when, you're, when you're welding in your backyard? <laughs> if that means go get a glass of whiskey. Yes. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, question you wrote down was how do you break down the packs? But I think we, or unless there's yeah. something more kind just, of, so you, yeah, open it up and pull it. Yeah. Back. Just tools. You just need like a flathead and patience and, and um, I don't, there, don't there's stab only it. Yet, yeah, do not stab it. Okay, honestly, I bad. do not go around the whole thing where you see a little crease and okay. just try to get through it and try not to stab it. No hammering. That is that is, yeah. Actually, hammering will work if you know if you've opened a pack up and let's okay. say you just have the same pack, seven of the same packs. Yeah, you just got to pay attention how you open it up. The first one is important because then you can at least <laughs> see what's inside and go like, oh, I should have came in through this way. Not yeah. through the where I go a half an inch in and I'm hitting a battery already. Okay. So it's yeah, you just it's just it's that first one that's so always prying happens. is the best uh, strategy. Prying is absolutely that, and I've seen some guy use a vase, then he puts it and locks it, and then literally just uses his hand and twists it, so the plastic just kind of breaks off. Oh, a vice? so it just depends on. Yeah, just I mean, the dude. Yeah, the vice. Sorry, that yeah. dude's huge too. Like honestly, he just, <laughs> rah, he just he just wants to crush it. I'm like, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Awesome. <laughs> but so I have how, had packs where literally the only way I could open them was by, and that was one of the lift ones uh, where I literally, there was no, I could not get into it. Uh, so I literally, as I, I did do it once. So I saw how it worked and yeah. I saw there was like a big gap on one side. So yeah. I would literally just chuck it on the ground as hard as I could, like on cement, just uh, so that that side that had a lot of space would crack open and then I could work it from there. So it's just, just it's trial just and like error. opening a <laughs> stubborn clam. Yeah. Or that, <laughs> No, or that plastic, analogy. you know, when they get like the little flashcards, like the little memory cards, and there's no yeah. real way, way to peel it. Uh, like yeah, you have yeah. to use scissors. And even yeah. if you use scissors, you still can't rip it without cutting your yeah. hands open. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an anti-theft device. <laughs> it, it pretty much is, yes. <laughs> so how do you build your packs? Um, I use I use copper. I use the fuses you saw. I use copper wire. Um, would you oh, care if I in... took you off and kind of showed you? Yeah, yeah. Go mm-hmm. for it, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, the, so also the move. on your YouTube channel, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Take your, your phone, but I'll just talk okay. a little bit. I watch your YouTube. I watch your YouTube channel and it seems like you, you go through step by step exactly how to build. Oh, oh, look at holy this cow. 
So this is the copper wire I use. Yeah. And then these are all the fuses. So if you can see, they're spot welded on there. The little tiny marks that are that keep these in place. And then that other wire comes here, and that's where I solder it, and I just clip off the endings. But these are all in parallel. You can see these are all the positive sides. Yeah. Throw this 240 of them. This is one that's just not done yet. This is the negative side. Oh. But I use wire for this. I just use regular wire, just Mm -hmm. uh, just like a 30 gauge wire. So it pops quick too. And then the rest of it is just these fuses. So okay, it pops. So, yeah. But I use the copper wire. Try to I'll try to describe it for our audio listeners. So you're yeah. showing us what looks like a freaking six hundred battery pack. I don't know the number. Two hundred and forty. Oh, t- 240. 240. oh 240. Okay. I was it's a thousand batteries. <laughs> so then the you got a two hundred and forty batteries and they're they're kind of held together. I believe when I watch your video, you got the, you got like a black mesh, um, battery holding. Does that something? They're called spacers. That's what they're called. Oh, so you, yeah. Did you buy these spacers online? Yes. I had a next thing I'll probably get into is 3d printing. Um, but that's, Ah. they're, they're just 3d printed and, uh, yeah, you just, I just buy them on Amazon. Mm. And then from what I remember on your video, those spacers, it's probably looks like, uh, it's kind of like a foot by three feet. Is that kind of the right size? And you got to cut them to size. Does that sound? Yeah, it's about. That's actually that's about right. Yeah. No, you don't cut them to size. Luckily, they come in like uh, five by fours, so twenties. So like, if you mm-hmm. can see right here, this is where it's split. So this is one. Oh. And then you'll see the little. Uh, the bar's probably in the way. Oh, I, I thought. Okay. Yeah, and I watched. Yeah, the video, little thought... squares. So okay. there's one, two, three. Then there's one, two, three. One, two, three. All the way down. So, so you, where all these bars are are where it crosses over. So this is like one set, then this is another set, and then it's just by each bar. I made it really OCD. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. So you and then I got these... this too. This is the bar up front. So this is the main bar. This can handle about 230 amps. And again, I'm not using more than 90. And then you just got a drill bit and just drill a hole and then stick a screw and a or a, a nut in here. So- and so that all the current can flow to this one spot. Is that the idea there? Exactly. All these wires connect to this bar. So, yeah, except for the middle one because it just didn't look cool enough. Yeah. So St- <laughs> Steve's, Steve's basically got a rack of all of his recycled batteries. They're very orderly spaced. So 240 of them in a big rectangle. And then he has meticulously soldered little connections, right, to yeah. get all of the yeah. current from each battery to to kind of work the together bar. as a herd, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get everything to the yeah. bar. Yeah. And then from That's the bar. Awesome. What holds yeah. the, so you have the, the black spacers, you have one on top and one on mm-hmm. bottom, I'm assuming. What Correct. holds what holds that together? What do you have on the outside as the yeah. frame? Pretty much nothing. So <laughs> what really, <laughs> so they connect, like they'll snap in. So you can oh, they build snap like in. a big Oh, yeah. Okay. So actually, let me, let me do this real quick. That makes sense. If it snaps in, then, then it gives some, right. some, some foundation for it. Ta-da. So these. Yeah. So yep, this yep. is what it looks like on top. Yep. And then what I have to do, and I don't know if you can really see it, but see how there's little holes I drilled? Yeah. Yep. So from there, I use a zip tie, and that will connect like the bars and hold everything down. So uh, I was going to say You can't ties, see it because I, I made it really cool, track. but there's like 112 <laughs> zip ties on each one of these. So it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> So you're recycling batteries, but you're killing zip ties, motherfucker. <laughs> Destroying them. Hey, those are recyclable too, man. That's plastic. <laughs> I want a, I want a zip tie made out of hemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when that catches fire, that's going to go really well. <laughs> uh, you know, it'll smell good. 
<laughs> so uh, off your oh, left side, me, yeah, is yeah. That, are those those completed? are packs that are uh, th yeah those are done. Uh, what I don't what you don't have on here is that they're exposed right here. So usually what I do or what I do is there's a piece of like uh, acrylic that goes over it, and mm -hmm. then I will basically use a like a like a heat gun, and I'll just it'll, so it'll actually start bending. So mm -hmm. once it falls on top and it covers the entire thing then you can pretty much stack two packs together because they're not touching there's mm -hmm. the acrylic in between it so it's kind of like the protection so you don't just accidentally have a piece of metal go from one into the other and short everything yeah so, so electricity has like a hard time shell. crossing electric uh crossing acrylic right yeah it won't cross yeah. acrylic yeah so so yeah. super easy so on copper yes yeah. yes Okay, yeah, so, that's, so the, that's the only the thing. Two forty pack you just showed us. How many of those are going to go on your server rack? I, I think you said before, but uh, we're uh, thirty. So thirty. So it's a fifteen S, which means there's fifteen in series. Yeah. So if you times fifteen by like four point two, you're going to get I think it's like sixty two volts, um, and that's what I. That's the range I'm looking for: forty eight to sixty two volts. Yeah. So um, these are in two forty packs, but I'm basically putting two of them together. Uh -huh. as one pack because if i put if i made a 480 pack yeah i literally can't lift it it's so freaking heavy <laughs> so i have to, i split it into two of them but you also connect those two packs in parallel yeah. so it's 30 total packs but two packs will make one s so it's really 15 s so technically each pack will have two of these so each pack is 480 cells so and it's that, twice that's your as power wall that's my power wall it's a 15 s 480p which is parallel 480 cells in parallel, yeah. 15 cells in series. Oh, yeah. so you could charge a cyber truck with what you got on the floor back there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And what not not like a lot, but yeah. If I just put what I have done right now, yeah, yeah I could absolutely charge any any car. But I want to, I want to wait. It's supposed to be like a, probably around 72 kilowatt hours when it's done, and the battery in my car, I believe, is 65 kilowatt hours. So, so, so you have a Tesla three, right? Is that correct? Model three, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so these um, 18650s, how many of those are sitting in the floor of your Tesla? So the, the Model 3 was the first time they started using the, I want to say it's 2750s, so we're a little bigger. Uh -huh. So there's less of them. But okay. I know, I'm pretty sure, you know, that's, that's a good question. I actually don't know about the Model 3. The Model S is where I really learned everything from. Yeah. And I know there's, there's like, a, I want to say there's also 30 or so packs of like completed giant packs that lay in this big giant like hmm. thing that's under your car <laughs> but oh. um i think they have about 30 of them as well but they're bigger so 30 times yeah. 240 I, I think there's more than that for them I, but oh, their wow. their cells are yeah it's, it's the way they make it up but I, i'm not i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure exactly how many cells in there because i think because you have different ranges too you have like yeah. the the range where you only get 220 miles Mine's a mid-range, like at 260. There's a long range, I think, is now getting closer to 400 or okay. something like that. So it's, yeah, it's... Is each it something, car has something like 1,000 of these somewhere in that ballpark? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's probably 1,000 for sure. Oh, wow. More than that, most likely, yeah. Huh. So if you yeah. if you ever found a crashed Tesla, then presumably there should be yep. a ton of good so, batteries sitting in the, in the bottom. Yeah, you can car. eBay that stuff. Yeah, you can... Some people will just buy it's a shortcut i like i kind of like the project but I, i've yeah. seen people just like buy them because they they crashed the cars but the batteries were fine so they salvaged it and they'll yeah. grab about a whole one which has so much juice and then yeah. they'll start making power walls out of it so it's no power of their home and nice. i even thought to doing that too when my car is done 
Like when it's it says it's done, I want to, as much as I'd like to just sell it, um, depending on how much juice is left in it, I wouldn't mind taking that apart because 50%, like if you're still getting 70% of something that's 65 kilowatts, that's still a lot of juice sitting in there. And powering a home is not like running a car. You're going to use probably less, honestly, like the average home person, a homeowner. Yeah. So honestly, you could break down your car when it's done, build a Powerwall, and then just use that to power your house and then go buy another Tesla or another car. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly a project that probably will take on once it's that car's done. <laughs> once I roll it. <laughs> yeah, once I roll it. Hard to roll. Those are hard to roll cars. <laughs> I'm thinking because so, the packs are so big, you're, you're, you're centered more than any other car. Like a Tesla, I truly, I've never felt more control of a car yeah. than in a Tesla just because the, the, the low so center low. of gravity. And, yeah. And yeah, exactly. And there's my front is a trunk. Like they call it a frunk. Like I open the yeah. frunk. The only thing to put in there is windshield wiper fluid. There's no oil, no, no mm -hmm. nothing. It's just a trunk. I put a suitcase yeah. in there and then I have a whole trunk in the back too. So, and since there's no exhaust pipe coming through the bottom, there's yeah. the trunk and then there's literally a little thing you open and then there's another trunk below it. So it's okay. Yeah. So party Space in the back, smaller awesome. party in the front and then extra small party <laughs> behind the back party. Oh yeah. That's the VIP. That's the VIP. <laughs> that's the VIP. That's the VIP. Smaller. I'm thinking of like <laughs> if, if uh, <laughs> someone starts small, someone just starts out there, complete beginner back when you started, did you kind of just yeah. start off with a proof of concept on just like two batteries or three, just connecting it yes. with your 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 amp, uh, soldering the the, the the fuses, yep, and then just seeing if it worked? And that's well, I mean, once yeah. once uh, once you get two or three batteries, then is it? I mean, you just scale up from there, right? Is it is that how it works? Or yeah, like I built smaller packs. Oh, yeah, like you can start with like a <laughs> like a five volt pack. Like if you want to just charge your phone, I think that's the first thing I did. Uh, I think it was like I had three batteries, so I I or three battery like a um the laptop packs. And I think I had a total of like nine good cells and yeah. they all tested pretty evenly. I was like, Oh, you know, I could build like a, like a 12 volt pack that would charge maybe a laptop or, mm -hmm. or I can get a down converter, which takes 12 volts, brings it to five and I can plug in a phone and see if this works like proof of concept. You know, am I doing this correctly? Yeah. Um, so I put that little tiny pack together and got a little buck converter, which changed from 12 volts to five volts and then charging my phone. And it's, it's, did you Very say much Frankenstein's monster when it when it starts working. <laughs> Did you What's say butt converter? Buck, B-U-C-K. Okay. <laughs> Buck, yes. yeah. It just yeah, it'll take the higher voltage, drop it to the volt. You can adjust it to okay. the voltage you need, and then you can control how many amps it, it can put out. So if it's like your phone is only going to be able to take, uh, depending yeah. on like the, I know there's like supercharging on the phone now, mm -hmm. but um, if you usually just need like two amps, you can yeah. set it to two amps, so you're never going over that and. Yeah. So it was, it was cool. Like I said, it was very much like being Frankenstein and creating a monster. <laughs> just, just, it's like, it's a live, holy shit. It's charging my phone. <laughs> and then, and then from there it's just, okay, now I'm going to build a 24 volt one. And then it's bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It just, so, so if somebody wants to do what you're doing, you got to get good at testing the batteries, right. And, and really analyzing yeah. them and, and mm -hmm. making sure they're good to start with. By right. far the most important part. And yeah. the most time I spent on building these things, I spend more time testing them than I do building them because okay. testing them can take like an entire day, depending on the cell. Yeah. Test one cell. Uh, yeah. That's why you buy like a bunch of the testers. Like they come yeah. in four. So each one will test about four. Okay. So I bought, I think it was like, I think I got eight of them when I was doing this. So I could do yeah. 32 in a day. And usually you don't need to charge it back up. You discharge to do the test. 
You never mm -hmm. charge it to see how many milliamps you get. You discharge, and that's the number you take for mm -hmm. um, how many milliamp hours are in it. So once you have that, and usually I test it twice, because you could have it where it's charged great the first time, then you see it drop, and then like, oh, crap. You test yeah. it again, it drops, so then you know that cell's bad. So that there's so many, yeah, I've had cells where I've tested three times. I've had cells that I've only had to test once because they were so, they were just perfect and the, the internal resistance was fine. But yeah, yeah. it's testing you, is by far. Are you the keeping logs? Is that the, uh, is that the game here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Usually what I do is I'll, I'll just keep it here on the, yeah. I'll like, I'll note it. So it's just noted. So if I test it again and it drops, I'll see that. Yeah. And maybe I'll put another one right below it. And then if I test it a third time and it continues to drop, then I'm just chucking it. Okay, point. so Steven's putting a yeah. label on the battery and then writing the notes yeah. right on each battery. Actually, that sounds really yeah. efficient. <laughs> yeah. Instead of yeah. me, me with a freaking notebook trying to <laughs> yeah. write down. No, that's, that, that is the hard part, though. That took me... Ah, so, so think of it this way. You have all these cells that are done, but yeah. all the packs have to pretty much be even. Like, they have to have the same... And these are giant packs. You know, they have to be around the same size. So when you put them together, one's not stronger than the other. And it'll, they'll drop pretty evenly and they'll charge pretty evenly. Yeah. Um, but when you have all those cells tested, you have a like a pretty big range of, of like, because these ones go from 26 or 2700 milliamp hours mm -hmm. to about 30 to 3200 milliamp hours. But you have to put them in an order where they equal basically the same. So there is an app for that. But ah. that means I have to lay out all 1700 cells and then it'll say, all right, these 480 going to pack, these 480 going to pack. And I have to just go through and go, all right, this one, and then go through all 1,700 and this one, this one goes in this pack, and do that 30 times. So that took oh. me... So you're yeah, trying like to find batteries weeks. that have very similar performance characteristics. Or, yeah, they just basically have to equal... Like, one. I'm, once I'm done testing it, they need to be around the same. They so this, that... Yes, yeah, that's why I have to spread them. I just can't just, like, start throwing them in packs and say, okay, this uh. one's done. Let me just grab 240 more, then this one's done. I have to find specific cells so the totals equal about the same. Mm. So like right now, these packs, so far it's working because these packs, even though there's two of them together, this pack, uh, the 240 I showed you, that is 650 amp hours. Mm -hmm. But two of them go together, so it's 1,300. Mm -hmm. But so far, all of them are basically 1,300. But if I get one that's just not even close to that, usually that means I missed a soldering point or the like the, I didn't get the fuse on right and it's lifting or it's not yeah. touching or something like that. And then I have to go and correct all that stuff. So it's right. Or if it doesn't, then I have to actually start testing that p entire pack again and see what I missed. Cause mm -hmm. like you, I'm not, not going to take any risks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, does so, yeah, it, it's, so even, uh, um, how would I get asked this? So if a whole pack, if a whole pack, uh, goes bad or something, do you, I mean, I guess you could test individual batteries or is it better just, do you have an extra pack on the side that you slide it? You take out the yeah. bad one and just slide in the new one. And that's just, yeah, technically I'm going to have 32 packs um, because two of them will be just like, if I do see one go down, I don't want to have to like stop everything that the pack, the power uh, wall is doing yeah. just yeah. to test that. So I'll swap them out and then I, that way it can keep doing its thing. And then I can see what's going wrong with the other pack. Is it hot swappable? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, Yes, but I wouldn't. I turn everything off first. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know how to solder could, fast. That'd be pretty. No, I would not recommend that. Actually, no. Hey, it would make a much better YouTube show, man. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. Watch More me hot swap this shit. <laughs> um, I, I mean, random thought then on that: Would it be if 
if you were to design it, a hot swappable system, would you, can you do each pack has like a, a kill switch and then maybe you could turn that off. Uh, I guess it would have to be in some type of parallel, uh, parallel. Yeah, you would have to, it have to be between the two parallel ones because if you were to take off like a whole series set, mm -hmm. then my battery management system would see that giant voltage drop and then just probably turn everything off at that point. Because uh -huh. it's gonna, if it hits a certain voltage, that shunt will release and everything will be off. Mm. So that's why you kind of don't want to do the hot swap, and you also don't <laughs> just wanna... turn the damn thing off. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> honestly, as as a guy that that you know, I've had to work on NAS drives before, and and being able to hot swap a hard drive is freaking awesome. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and I, I thought that too. Like, how could I like plug it in, and then I could just pull it out, and then yeah, no, it's crossed my mind, but that's. No, Definitely for our, not safe. <laughs> for our viewers that don't know what a NAS drive is, it's an NAS network attached storage. So it's just, you're going to have probably in a server room, you'll have 20, 40, whatever, how many drives in an array. And then you could just pull one out, yeah. hot swap. It does, you don't have to turn off the machine or nothing. And the yeah. array will actually facilitate even the data that was going to be written and or spread it out in, in a certain way if that yeah. one drive was already dead. So it, it, uh, the software on it handles everything for you. Exactly. To that better than I would have. So <laughs> for your, for, um, I concur. <laughs> once you get yeah, your, exactly. once you get your power wall going, is it how much bigger than the Tesla power wall and what type of, uh, maintenance do you foresee? Like, do, um, do you, will it you is, I'm going to go with five to six times bigger than a regular power wall that you would get from Tesla. Whoa. Um, oh. you need five or six of them to equal what I'm building. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait, so you're and building sorry, a super Tesla Powerwall? <laughs> I'm building a super Tesla Powerwall. He didn't Powerwall, even mention yeah. that in the beginning. He's oh. like just nonchalant about it. Yeah, this is a yeah. five times Powerwall. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so Closer you can power six, five houses. <laughs> I, yeah, or you could power just a house that, like with my family, like my, my dad's in, he was in uh, computers too. He yeah. was a programmer. Uh, so he's that guy that has like seven monitors up. Um, yeah. and then they, they love having the AC on and all that. So there's people that are power hungry. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where the five times comes from because I'm kind of the same way. My, my TV is going to be on, my monitors are going to be on. I have a little mini fridge going on. Like yeah. there's, yeah, I got, I got stuff happening. So, so Wait, is that fridge full too. of snacks and shit or is it full of batteries? <laughs> I've actually powered that thing with batteries before though. Yeah. But, um, that's it. Cause I usually use that camping. But okay. uh, since I, I, it's been hot, so I bring in a lot of the cells in here to do the, the spot welding and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just throw like Gatorades and stuff in there. So. Okay. Drinks, there, drinks only. <laughs> so some people will stick batteries in the freezer, right? Is that a thing or does that matter? Or what, why are people sticking I've batteries never understood. I've asked people that question. They're like, that does nothing. And so, I'm like, I didn't think it did either, but some people swear by I've it. I've only had one, one story and I, I stand by it because it was me. <laughs> Let me start I, over. Lim throws his batteries in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in 2000, uh, 2006, 2005, um, I had a car battery on my, um, it was um, a car remote to turn on your alarm, but it was using one yeah. of the bigger, it was like a third party thing and it had a, one of the bigger batteries. I, I don't know what size. Like, like the a, size of a quarter? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was like a, like a, like a little bit smaller than a AAA battery. The same cylinder. Okay. Uh, just inside your key fob remote. Yeah. Imagine a AAA, like a third the size of a AAA. So quadruple A. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah. Sure. It, it was weird. I don't, I don't know what it, I'm, anyways, it was the car alarm that I had 
So I saw on this car alarm uh, remote, it had the battery reader. So it said your battery's low. Okay. So then yeah. I mentioned at work and someone said, oh, throw it in the freezer. Yeah. It was on the, on the battery reader, it was one out of three uh, bars on, the, on the, the life of the battery. So I put it in the freezer. Yeah. yeah. After work, I came out, I put the battery in and it was a full bar. I don't know what the what? fuck that. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't Science. fucking make sense. I don't know, man. So <laughs> now, okay, now another thing I did watch on YouTube. They said that it pro it prolongs the deterior it it prevents the deterioration. fast deterioration of the battery. Oh. They said scientifically the micro cracks. That's the biggest problem with batteries is micro cracks. Micro cracks inside the liquid housing. Uh, <laughs> For people that can't see, Stephen has an incredulous look on his face right now. He's like, this is the weirdest bullshit I've ever heard. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so, I've been so, studying batteries with all of my free time <laughs> since the pandemic started. So the YouTube video said they, 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 had, to take a, technology. A, they had to take a, micro, uh, a uh, microscope to look super deep into the walls of uh, where the where the liquid sits and the walls that hold in the liquid. And there's micro cracks that cause the deterioration, deterioration of the battery. So okay. by freezing it, you prevent those micro cracks. Huh. You prevent it happening. That's what they said. So I'm literally, those, once this is over, I'm going to look into this. <laughs> I, flabbergasted. This is, I'm genuinely, <laughs> I, I hope I'm right. Never. I hope I'm remembering correctly, but that's what I, I, I know. So, I'm going to chat you later. You do bullshit, man. <laughs> couldn't find this anywhere. <laughs> well, so if this is correct, then Tesla should last longer in Alaska than Las Vegas, right? That's actually that with the lithium batteries, cold is also your enemy. Um, oh, that's why oh. a Tesla had a release. And that's what's cool about Tesla's too. They just release an update on the car. Beep, 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 beep. And once it starts noticing that the batteries are getting too cold, it'll actually turn itself on to heat the batteries. So they stay warm because people were having problems with starting the car because the batteries oh. were just frozen. So cold, yeah, bad so for batteries. Yeah. Huh. So even now when you go to supercharge your car and say, I'm driving and I'm, I'm trying to get there, the, the batteries will actually start warming up to prepare themselves to be supercharged. So, yeah. and again, none of that stuff was out when I bought my car. That stuff came over, over the air updates. So, so glad we talked to a battery nerd yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what is a, a double A, triple A? Are they lithium ion batteries or I don't, I don't know. I think they can be, I haven't bought those in a while, but yeah, I'm, I think they are now. Um, but I know they used to be, what was it? Nickel. It's like NICD hmm. and I can't think. NICAD. Yeah. Yeah. Nickel cadmium. But no, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> maybe it's not, it's no, yeah. I don't there remember are zero exactly chemistry are, degrees between the three of us here. <laughs> it's a lesser chemistry, but it's safer. Like a lot of these are safer. Like, um, uh, like those are definitely safe. Like those won't blow up, catch fire. Um, they have a lower power battery. density. Well, yes. It's just okay. basically, it's, it's, they're just, they're just safer chemistry. So it's just, yeah, How it's a little riskier that? doing this, but you get more juice. So why not? It's How like, just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> How many solar solar <laughs> panels are you? No, not like sex. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're uh, right. Him, he's, he's always referring to sex jokes. <laughs> I just continue I've only on. Heard like four five. That's what okay. I think about all the time. I've only heard four five. I do too. I just try to hold myself back. <laughs> Batteries. Yeah, I don't sex. do many podcasts, so I'm like, I should probably not make a bunch of sex jokes. But no, you can you can say whatever you want, man. There might be no. some coming now. So there, there are two important <laughs> questions. How many solar panels are on your roof right now? And do vibrators use 18650s? <laughs> These are important things. 
Okay, no, I got your answers. Um, okay, so I have. <laughs> no, I got. I got twelve uh, panels right now, and mine's completely off grid, so they're actually not on a roof. They just oh. lay on like a like on like on the ground in my backyard. Uh, they're just basically just. Um, Wait, you didn't want the solar you know police those, to find you, or why are you? Why did they no, not? I just don't know. I don't want to be like hammering into a roof. Oh, you know what I mean? I don't okay. really. Yeah, That's like I really need to learn how to do that. But I was kind of like, well, they're by my garage anyway. We have all. Oh, sorry. We have all this like land here, so why don't I just lay them out? I literally have like uh, you know those those tables, those white tables. I think they're called Lifetime at Walmart, where oh, they're yeah, like yeah. picnic the tables. Yeah, tables? I literally yeah. just put one of the legs in, so it just it, it's like this, and oh, I just lay the an panel on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I have twelve of those, but I'm you gonna have a find solar six farm more. in your yard. I have a solar farm in my yard. Yeah, there's twelve now, and there'll be eighteen once I finish the batteries because I'll I'll need more juice. When you say twelve and eighteen is twelve is the is the solar oh. panel or sta standard size? I don't know anything about solar panels. Yeah, they're they're, they're standard panels. They're three hundred watt panels. They're twenty four volts. Um, so I have to put two of those in series to get to forty eight, so it can be closer to this um, what I'm building. And then again, the controller is what controls exactly what goes into it. But there's two um, together to get forty eight volts, and then there's going to be um, well, right now there's like six in series, but eventually there'll be there'll be eight. So did you buy these solar panels from China on the internet? Oh, uh, I didn't buy them from China. I actually bought them from, uh, where is it, Corona, California. I drove up there to grab them. So yeah. they, you can, yeah, you can buy, you, everything I get is recycled. Uh, even, <laughs> even the, even the panels, the panels, came, <laughs> even the panels came off some industrial site. They said, Hey, they've been used for a year, but oh. they ended up being like a, like a hundred dollars a panel, sometimes even cheaper, yeah. um, which is just a steal. If you can yeah. just drive there with like a U-Haul attached to a truck, um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what I did. I went with. Uh, you remember Noah Diaz? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I drove up with him. We picked up all those panels and just drove them back. And you know, I, my dad tells me how much they pay to get their solar on, like on all set up. Yeah. And I compare it to what I've paid. I'm like, damn, if you could just do this yourself, it's just so much cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Because he's paying two hundred, three hundred dollars a panel, where if you just get a recycled one, which is, again. Damn yeah. near the same exact thing. The efficiency is not gone at all. Mm. Um, yeah, you can get them for about a hundred bucks, or get a B grade one, which all that is is cosmetic stuff. So you'll see yeah. like a like a weird spot on it. Um, but the weird thing is, is it, it's not going to affect any of the efficiency of the panel at all. It's the blemish is why they give. Who stares oh. at solar panels? And who's looking? <laughs> it's it's not on a, a car. Roof. You're not going. <laughs> yeah, it's on a roof. So I'm like, why does this even matter? But huh. they sell them for cheaper just because it has that blemish. Uh, Do you happen to notice a uh, if if they get uh, dirty uh, dust and stuff, a rain, yes. dirt? Do you have to clean it, and how often, and how much does it affect uh, how much electricity is coming in? You yeah, you definitely have to clean it. I would say depending on where you live, how much. Yeah. Um, but definitely, it. I am actually quite surprised how dirty those things can get before I start noticing that I'm losing efficiency. I clean them and I'll see them like, oh, wow, I am getting a little more. Mm -hmm. But I have let those things go. We live in San Diego, so there's not a lot of, not a ton of rain. Yeah. So it's mainly just sunlight. Then it just gets a little dusty. Mm. So honestly, I probably clean them once every, and since they're on the ground, I yeah. probably clean them like once, probably every three months or so. Mm. I'll get out there and I'll just kind of wipe them all down with like a squeegee. Just go through yeah. each one of them. I wonder if yeah. by chance on a roof it would even be longer because uh, 
I hear the further you get away from the ground, the less dust there is. I, I don't know if that's yep. okay. So I'm, I, I, if, I think so because I look at my parents' panels and I'm like, dude, those aren't even dirty. And I look at mine and it's like, <laughs> it's like uh, nine day. So you, it's because mine are on the ground. Also, if you yeah. watch Charlie Brown, there was a kid that had the cloud of dust around his feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That ex- illustrated the science behind this. Pigpen? Oh. Yeah, his name was Pigpen. Pigpen. Yeah, Pigpen. Yeah, no. Yeah. Watch Charlie Brown special every Christmas. <laughs> the kid had a cloud of dust at his feet. <laughs> so oh, on, on the 12 panels, where uh, the usage that you're going to get, uh, maybe maybe it's easy. I don't know if we should talk about the Tesla Powerwall. But anyways, the usage... Mm-hmm that you get from the power wall or yours, the, your power wall, and then 12 panels, like, can it charge it? Is it enough for a, a house to use as in? Oh yeah. Yeah. What I, my, my, my parents had 16 panels. Mm. So, and I'm going to be jumping to 18. So it's, yeah, I, I'm definitely have more than enough to power a home. I'm just, just not. <laughs> so you, you could run like 53 of those tiny fridges. These mini oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to even say way more than that <laughs> once the thing is done <laughs> to the lineup of these things. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So on your, with if you have your 18 panels and then you have your super Tesla Powerwall because it's like five or six times bigger, how long from, from zero to 100 for your, if, if the solar panels were to charge that? When, when you get to your oh. optimum system? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I would say two and a half days of good sunlight. It's still because the the batteries are that massive. That's that's uh, how much juice is in these things. It takes how, that long. How long do you think you'd use if if you got if you're sitting at a hundred, you got no solar for f- whatever five days? How many days can you last off of that? <laughs> if Lim could black out the sun for five what, days. What would it take for yeah. me to rob you? <laughs> when should I plan to rob you? How many days after a blackout? <laughs> of this guy. Speaking of shocking yourself, that's what would happen if you try to steal all that stuff. <laughs> so you have um, electric fence that, around your place. Got it. Yeah, yeah, right. Powered by the power wall. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gotcha, um, honestly, that, that that is a concern because if it does get cloudy long enough, um, it will affect how, mm. like if I charge it to 100%, I have 20% left in the power wall. And in three days, I do enough to use 260 miles. There's a chance I only have about 50 to 60% on the wall still. Mm. So there are probably going to be times. It's, but the thing is, it's not going to happen too often because it's we're in San Diego. It's not yeah. it's usually pretty sunny. Um, but yeah, that it's that's something where I would eventually have to be like, all right, I didn't want to do this, but I'll plug yeah. it into the house and and charge it. I don't see that happening very often, but it probably will happen if we just like in May or or in winter, something like that. For some reason, it rains a lot in May. But, I was going to um, yeah. say in uh, San Diego, we know that we typically get a June gloom, that marine layer that comes in off the coast. Yeah. Are you far enough inland that that's not really a factor for yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, it'll it'll affect you in the in the early early morning, but all that's gone by like nine, Burns and that's off when. Yeah, it burns off pretty quick. Okay. When, you, yeah. when you say that you'll have to plug into the wall, meaning you, oh, you actually, yeah. uh, you like actually have a, you actually have it uh, disconnected and you're using off of your battery currently? Yeah. It's called an off yeah, it's an off grid system. That's what I'm building. Because it's mm. complete if I moved, I could literally just put all that stuff in U Haul and not have to take anything off the house. Everything oh. is completely detached from the house. In it, the- yeah. Is, is SDG&E mad at you for not using their electricity? I was going to. Do they care? Uh, hopefully they don't see this video, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego Gas but and Electric yeah. will not see this video. 
So I've been <laughs> kind of adding to Emmett's uh, question or that question. I have a friend that he he was installing a so I think it was Solar City. I might be wrong here in in, in oh, uh, yeah. Nevada. Yeah. And I saw the contract where it said something like you cannot use more something like more than seventy five percent. So you still have to buy twenty five percent electricity. There, there's their politicians, the fucking corrupt oh, wow. electric company has fucking yeah. Got their lawyers to tell Solar City that you could sell solar panels and you could install them, but your clients cannot use more than seventy-five percent. That's what I remember seeing. I could be slightly wrong on that, but I remember Ooh, him wow. complaining about that too. But he knew what the number. He knew about the numbers. He said, mm-hmm. "Oh well, after four years, this will pay itself back. So it's all, it's all good." But that's pretty fucked up. So now I'm guessing, as maybe in San Diego, they, have you seen, heard anything like that? No. Nothing like that. If anything, they can make money if they have enough solar panels because they feed the grid, the grid back and they, they actually make a little money. Yeah. I've never heard of like you can only use 75. Per, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's probably why people are building off-grid systems because that's bullshit. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's I, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'll so just use I'll, my own power and power everything. Yeah. Yeah. Out here in Vegas, it should be a slam dunk to uh, put up a, a solar panel, right? We get more sun yeah, really? than the sun. Yeah. So you should. You, you should in Arizona, put, yeah. Yeah, so it should be a slam dunk, but it, it seems like the regulations are are conspiring to keep the power company in business and doing well. Um, I've heard yeah. some cases of like somebody trying to go off grid in the middle of the desert, and they'll get served some uh, you know notice or warrant like, "Hey, you can't be Ooh. off the grid," kind of thing. So it's I don't know the details. Yeah, I'm of that, pretty sure you. I'm almost positive you can't be off the grid in California either. Um, you have yeah. to have at least a, I think it has to at least be on. From what yeah. I've heard, but like you, yeah, like you can't, you cannot go 100% off grid. I know you can't that. Start your I just own don't know. Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't just start <laughs> feeding neighbors some out some yeah, some power. So, so but yeah, s- that's that's it's insane. 75%. Yeah. If if I mean with your setup, wouldn't you be doing your setup? You could go 100% off that battery. Mm-hmm. And yep. yeah, he's already gone off the deep end. But when <laughs> yeah, like if if I if if I do uh, if I do you know uh, able to afford a home in San Diego and um, and I buy one, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna look at how I can find a way to t- grid tie this because that would be I, I need to get it insured. I don't know how to go about all that either, but and yeah. it would be grounded. It would be um, it would be grounded to to the earth. Um, but yeah, it's 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 something I would absolutely do because there's more than enough power that I'll have here to power a home. So mm. then I could just use it to charge my car when I wanted to. Um, but yeah, mm. hopefully the housing market crashes and then I can buy a home. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. That's that's a large part of why I left San Diego so many years ago is, you know, I, yeah. I, when I was 27, I looked around and said, you know, I can't ever afford a place. So I bought a Corvette yep. instead. That's how insane yeah. the housing market is in San Diego. Jesus. Yeah, that, no. That was years and years ago, yeah. I work for a company in Arizona, um, and so I just do. I go out there every once in a while, mm-hmm. and I and I. It's crazy when I just see like the for rent signs or for sale signs, and I'll I'll look up how much the house is, and I'm just like, you got to be shitting me! Mm-hmm. Like these are so cheap. Like how is it? And then I go home from. Yeah. I leave there when it was 118 degrees, and go home <laughs> to San Diego to 76, and I go, oh, this yeah. is why. Okay, I get it. <laughs> well, see, so you, you probably weren't in Phoenix then, right? Because I hear Phoenix. Oh, is I was in Phoenix. Expensive. Oh, okay. So that, that's yeah, pretty I was in Phoenix. Uh, well, I, right now. 
yeah I, yeah i think that was the, the last time i really looked at it was probably like five or six years ago and okay. it was it was yeah, it was dirt cheap that's all i remember oh they're catching being up being very yeah. yeah yeah you'd have to go to the lesser parts of phoenix like surprise or something Emmett works in real yeah. estate yeah so he, he, he kind of yeah. knows the, oh, no. the numbers and stuff yeah, Wickenburg, I know Surprise, uh, <laughs> Mesa. The, yeah, I've had to go everywhere, okay. everywhere. Peoria. Yeah, yeah no offense, Surprise, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you mentioned that maybe in a a few months you might have your 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 power wall done. So right now yeah. you're not really you're not disconnected from the grid yet per se or no yeah definitely not i'm still using yeah i'm just plugging in now the good thing about sdg e though is they do give you kind of a deal once you get your car um mm -hmm. you can sign up for like a different tier and so when i i think i get charged like three cents a kilowatt some ridiculously mm -hmm. low number if i charge the car between 12 and 6 at night so mm -hmm. that's usually what i stick to that way it doesn't matter like if the bill goes up a little it's not going to be much because i charge mm -hmm. my car so that's kind of what I'm doing now until I can build it. The problem is, is that I was putting out videos every week during the, the pandemic uh, yeah. when it got towards the end there. But now that, you know, I got my shots, I can go to Pottery Games and stuff like that. I'm finding <laughs> that, like, it's just a little hard to get back to it because I can finally go out and do things. So I'm trying to trying to figure out when I can get back to making videos and, and getting this finished up. But nice. kind of having too much fun going outside right now. Nice. So, so for our listeners, <laughs> um, the power company in San Diego, it's SDG&E, San Diego Gas and Electric. They have to generate enough power for everybody, right? They're making, yeah. you know, power for tens of millions of homes and uh, whatever other electricity, the, the modern life that we live. So they have to use uh, whatever, coal power plants or nuclear power plants. Yep. They have to kind of match to what people are using. So on a yep. hot day, they got to project and go, well, shoot, people are going to switch on air conditioners more. Or, you know, if people, you know, are relaxing more on Sundays, they might, that might change the demand of the grid. So they have to manage the yeah. grid and kind of uh, balance demand with supply because it's yep. hard to store electricity, right? So when they're sending electricity over the lines to our walls, to our plugs, they, they can't have it overloading uh, yeah. or underloading, right? So they have to match it somehow. And then yep. they're saying well, isn't that Texas is a big problem. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but somehow Texas is fucking it up, <laughs> but yeah. we we've seen <laughs> yeah. blackouts and brownouts on power grids before. So apparently yeah. it's a tough thing to do, but by incentivizing yeah. you to use this high, you know, if a lot of people have Tesla's, if you get everybody to charge between midnight and 6am, that's a low demand time for them. Yep. And then that creates a, a more stable uh, yeah. demand for the, for the electricity to come. So that that's kinda, definitely a win-win for sure. Yeah. Is that a fair yeah. description of, of what's going that's, on there? It's actually perfect. Yeah. Okay. That's a perfect way to explain that. Gotcha. Yeah. And then to add to that, like some people may feel that SD and G SDG and E or any electric company. I mean, for example, this, that story that I had with the electric company here in Vegas. I've lost you there. Uh, we, I, oh, oh we're back. I think. I think there you back. go. Okay. Um, can you hear me now? Then, the electric yeah. company here in, in Vegas only allowed 75% usage of your, your solar panels. So anyways, there's possible corruption and or greed tied into all that. And it causes people to get upset. Um, the common thing that I've heard from people that want to go off grid is that is those complaints of how corrupt the electric company and how wasteful they are, that they mm -hmm. don't want to, they don't want to, um, 
the electric companies supposedly don't want to come use renewable energies, wind, sun, um, and water, yeah. ocean, or whatnot. Um, so there's discussions there. I don't, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I mean, logically, yeah. you know, if I own the grid and I own a coal plant and the coal plants, you know, I paid for it and it's going to be good for another 30, 40 years, do I want you going and making your own electricity or do I want to maneuver the system so that you have to buy my electricity? Yeah. That's kind of, kind of, I see, think. This is, this is where I see hydrogen coming in, honestly, because you can store oh. hydrogen. You can store hydrogen underground and it's incredibly easy. I mean, it's the, what it's the, the most abundant element in the universe and you know what i mean mm. it's it's and and from companies i've seen that are coming out now um like sun hydrogen they literally are using solar panels and Wait, what it does is the, hydrogen we have one un yeah, unanswered sorry. question <laughs> about vibrators yeah because i <laughs> no, know those oh, yeah. are not hydrogen powered but they are, are not there, yeah are there 18650 lithium-ion batteries in uh <laughs> consumer vibration devices I'm going to go with no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you popped one open? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be the question no matter what I answered. <laughs> well, then how do you know if you don't know? Yeah, i got to go destroy a vibrator now. <laughs> okay. To, our, to the best of our knowledge, with, with battery expert Stephen, who got yeah. probably not. Quite not quite sure what, what powers a dildo, no. Not, not, not too sure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're saying uh, you're interested in the hydrogen also. Oh, that's, yeah. That's different yeah. than storing electricity in a battery, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But the, the thing is with, with hydrogen, um, they're already coming out with ways like they're basically solar panels. They look like solar panels. And what it does is it takes sunlight and then it'll actually and, and any any kind of water. So you could have water that's you could have sewage water, you could have ocean water, but oh. it'll actually take the water, split the atoms so you get hydrogen and oxygen and then store the hydrogen. Like that's the kind of stuff that's coming out and and hydrogen you can store underground. So you can build this gigantic tank underground like uh -huh. with that SDG&E. So when you are, you do need more, you can literally just pull it from that and it's completely mm -hmm. clean. And it's, that's green, that's like, that that's completely green. So there's there's things coming down the pipeline that I'm very 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 excited about. I just Wait, wish. So are you saying with the with a solar panel or a solar farm like in your little backyard, you can use yeah. that electricity to take my sewer water and split out the hydrogen atoms from the water, and then yeah, uh, eventually yeah, it'll look just like the solar panels I have. They'll just be hydrogen panels. They'll be called something else, but they is look. It, is it doing something identical. different than a solar panel? Yeah, because it, a solar panel is just taking electricity and moving it. It's just uh -huh. taking that electricity that you're getting that's those, that's hitting those cells, yeah. and you're just moving it to the batteries. With the with the hydrogen panel, you're pretty much going to have something where it's using the water and it's using the sunlight as an elect electric electron. Can't think of the word electrolyzer. Thank you. And I, don't know, I just made that up. <laughs> no, no, honestly, yeah, it's like yeah, and so um, it, it uses that to split the atoms from the water. And you'll get an oxygen atom, and then you'll have the hydrogen atom, and then it'll just store the hydrogen, or the H two. Yeah, the poop goes out. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you're <laughs> and then I, then you build uh, hydrogen fuel cells with that, which are powering cars. I know Toyota has one out now, and the byproduct, like when you drive in a hydrogen fuel cell car, the byproduct that comes out of your tailpipe is water. That is it. Just so, so water. when you store the hydrogen, is it literally like a, a gas that you're storing in a high pressure tank? Yeah, in a high pressure tank. Yep. Okay. So you're jamming a bunch of hydrogen into a tank 
And then mm-hmm. when you release a little bit out to use it, when you say a hydrogen cell, is that like an engine or is it a combustion? It's it's kind of like a it's kinda, think of it like a battery because I'm pretty sure mm. they're like actual cells. They're like blocks. Oh. And then um yeah, but not in a car though. A car will be kind of separate. But right. I've seen people with like a few like a hydrogen cell, and yeah. then you would pretty much that's your gas tank, and then you'd yeah. be pumping in hydrogen into that cell, and that yeah. cell would then work with everything in the car. And the byproduct, what would come out your tailpipe is just water. So okay. it literally, instead of just all that crap coming out of your tailpipe, you just yeah. see some water coming. And it's very little water. Like some guy mm-hmm. was like, was just powering his Toyota, put a glass down, and it was just out of the exhaust pipe, was just water dripping out. Oh, tell me very he drank slow. it. Please tell me he drank the water. <laughs> I think he did drink it, yeah. <laughs> he did drink it, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, that's a, when you're talking about politicians and stuff like that, that's the first thing I think of because this stuff is just going to be so awesome in 20, 15, 20 years or whenever it gets ready. But it's the future. It's the future. Yeah. And it's clean. Come on. It's awesome. Hey, do, um, do you know of any, if any of those uh, popular drones that we can buy as consumers, those have 18 650s in them? I've, I've looked for one. I cannot find one. Uh, oh, they okay. use the pouches because they're lighter. Um, oh, and okay. I think when you get a drone, I think it only lasts like 15 minutes and you got to call it back. Yeah. Um, so they don't last. That's what I want to do. I wanted to find one that had like a slot for an 18650 and yeah. then just kind of like tie a bunch of them together and then yeah. maybe it won't go as high because it'll weigh more, but it would last like 40 minutes <laughs> or something like that. It'd be a tank so, no, yeah, drone. I, exactly. <laughs> no, I thought of that too. I thought of that. I, I would love to do that. <laughs> you I'd dream love to about find batteries, drone, don't you, bro? <laughs> 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 yeah just, just like how i dream of crypto he dreams of batteries <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, made, I made a little off dogecoin that was fun oh, you got out awesome. of that before it tanked recently yeah are you I was like, robots? cryptocurrency man i'm all about it but it's with with dogecoin it's just like they can just keep printing more like that's uh-huh. that's not sustainable that's not that's, that's not gonna work so i bought it like at six cents or something like that and then mm-hmm. I sold it i think like at 30 or something like that and nice. i was like this went up too fast i'm I'm going to go ahead and just get out now. Then when I saw it hit like 60 cents, shit. But, uh, <laughs> oh, of course. but, yeah. but it's, it's, it's dropped back down, I think below what I sold it for. So yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that's yeah. I just get just recently crypto month. big crash. Yeah. That or that an AMC. <laughs> I was telling you earlier. <laughs> yeah. Good old apes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have, what have you built so far? I think, I mean, I mean, you talked about a bunch of yeah. anything, any other little things that you built with these batteries or. Yeah, uh, right. I built an electric bike. Um, oh, that, yeah. that's, that's been fun. Uh, it's one of those trikes. So it's like the two oh, wheels in the yeah, back. Yeah. And so it has like a basket on the, on the back of it. And I thought, oh, that was cool. Cause we go to San Alejo, uh, beach camping every once in a while. Yeah. So I thought that'd be kind of cool just to kind of take around, like go get firewood, just get on the, get on the bike, fill the basket up. Nice. But, um, it's, it's, that's pretty cool because, um, I'm also building it to where you can plug in a laptop, you can plug in a phone, you can plug in all kinds of shit to charge it because the battery is pretty big. So, and it can get you about 60 miles before you run out on oh, a bike. If you're operating an electrical yeah. bike, you need to be paying attention to the trail. You can't be playing with all your electronics, man. You got to be responsible. <laughs> oh, for I know. Shit. You want to run over some poor lady and her dog with a pile of wood. <laughs> <laughs> so how, I'll also keep an eye out. Just, yeah. <laughs> how's that? How's that trike work? Are you, is it still manual in the front uh, the trike, like the big wheel, big wheel in the front? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put a big wheel in the front right now. It's just it's this is the first one I've built, so I just want to get it to run. And right now yeah. it's just running. So I'm at the point where I'm gonna change the tire out 
and make those a little better because i mean you can go like 25 miles an hour on those things so and that's with me taking the governor out because like you literally just plug one thing in and you can go 35 miles an hour but i figured not i don't need to go that fast so that's that's pretty ridiculous it's like a thousand watts um but but yeah if you put a windmill in the basket can you power yourself while you're driving you get so little juice from that yeah (laughs) you could it's like those people that say that why don't you put solar panels on top of the tesla and you know you could charge your car yeah i'm like because you would need so many panels it's like you you could charge your phone with the amount of panels you could put on top of a car and at that point it's not worth it but um interesting okay but yeah yeah i know it was that little yeah yeah it's not enough definitely not enough okay so it only works when you're driving towards a stiff wind (laughs) <laughs> no okay <laughs> sorry uh, now i'm only thinking of sex you said stiff and the first thing I <laughs> have you ever met any hot chicks while you're riding your trike at the campgrounds <laughs> hey baby actively avoid them actively avoid them. <laughs> i got all Can't this wood see me like this just driving my tricycle around oh, it's not cool. <laughs> or the nah. for the trike are you gonna have to do a one-way what is it i don't know one-way it's not a one way gear. I don't know what it's called where you pedal one way. Oh yeah, it's it's no gear, it's just just one. Yeah, it's just No, it's electric. Pedal and pedal. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about the the those um there's actually a a pedal assist. It's a sensor that you mm. put on the on the foot pedal so that you can actually while it's still you're you're chugging away, you're you know, you're using the electricity electricity in the in the in the batteries. You can mm. also pedal to actually help you go faster. And I believe it's regenerative braking, the one I have. I got to look a little more into that. That's Ooh, next. Whoa. But that means when I brake, I'm actually putting juice back into the car or back into the batteries. So it's not a lot, but it's yeah. kind of like a, it can. So I'm going to make sure it can do it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, you're into it. If it can do it, I want to see it happen. And I want to yes. mess with that because I'm a big nerd. So <laughs> I was kind of curious on that regenerative braking thing on cars. Like, I, yeah. Does Tesla do that on their on their cars? Mm-hmm. Um, well, how yeah. much are the... Are, do you get back from that? I, I just don't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't use your brake, like the, the biggest challenge of driving a Tesla is by far uh, just when you let go of the gas, you don't roll like in a, an electric, like in an ice or a internal combustion engine car. Mm-hmm. Like you're not coasting. You, you're not coasting. You start braking and that's the regenerative braking. That's just like you're driving a go-kart. When you mm-hmm. let go of the gas, you pretty much stop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the same thing. So as soon as you let go of the gas, it starts using the electricity to slow down to actually charge your car. And it does work because I've actually gone down like a hill on the freeway. And then you, I, I just get to a point where you can time it when you let go of the gas. You never, I rarely use my brake because you mm. get to a point where you can just let go and you're going to stop at that light before, before you mm. hit it. Um, but yeah, I've seen it where I'm driving down a hill on a freeway. I let go of the gas and I see it go from 36 to 37%. It's never going to go like 5%. But I have seen it go up to the point where it actually changed the percentage on my car. So it, it definitely does work. Um, I can't imagine you get a ton of energy out of that, but um, but it's definitely enough. Yeah, well, you, you, you add it up because half the time you're yeah. slowing down, right? Yeah, and that's why they say that driving in a city is better for your car than uh, driving on a freeway. It's because you get more gas mileage or gas mileage um, out of a, uh, out of like a Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, We're, uh, yeah, just because you're all the stop signs and stoplights, you're braking. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of reverse. Or if you can plan yeah. your trip so that you're on top of a hill and then you're only driving downhill wherever you go. <laughs> exactly. That would be ideal. Yeah. 
that'd be ideal. But getting back up that hill, that's where you'll lose it all. Because <laughs> 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 that's that's the worst part. Because if I go from San Diego to El Centro, yeah. the, the thing that Tesla can't really do yet is it'll say, oh, you'll have 40% by the time you get there. But when I get there, I have about 25. Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't think it accounts for the mountains uh, as much oh, as it should. Elevation, and yeah. it definitely does not account for the wind. Because when it's windy, yeah. uh, especially going through that, it's it, it will absolutely bring your mileage down wow. so it's yeah so it's when we did the uh, road trip and we went through El, El Centro was the only spot where we basically didn't guess it right where I was like oh I'll have 20% when I get there and I got there and I like four like it was Ooh. dangerously low yeah but no, every, so we were kind of hey, god no <laughs> god no especially like in October September no, no thank you <laughs> so was there a big charger waiting for you in El Centro do they have a charger there yeah look that's that's another thing they did that which is brilliant they they put them they placed those things perfectly okay. um so the whole time we drove we there was always a supercharger or two that were close enough to where we got low we could stop and charge nice um yeah they got them everywhere which is brilliant on their part they built the infrastructure first you yeah. know they had all that stuff pretty much done and then then they started releasing newer and newer cars to like not just like the model s's and the model x's which were just yeah, hundred thousand dollar cars, you know. Right. So it's like when I got my car, I was like, "Oh crap! I can already." I think that, I think I couldn't go across the country when I got it. Yeah, but I could okay. get to like Texas or something. Like that. Nice. <laughs> Before I'd be like, "Oh, my car doesn't have enough juice to get to the next spot," and then like two months later, one popped up, and just, damn, they're quick. So nice. Nice. You wrote, you wrote a question down on how are your solar panels hooked up. Oh, that's what I kind of explained before. So it's just all like right now, all 12 panels are uh, two or uh, series to get to get to 48 volts. And then the rest are then you just put all those in parallel. And then it goes to a just copper wire all the way to a solar. Well, there's breakers, too, in between that. Um, and there's fuses. <laughs> there's so much protection. Uh, and then it goes into the controller and the controller will say, OK, well, these panels are producing 72 volts and you have a battery system that is 62 volts at the max. So it drops it down to 62 volts and then gives you as much amps as it can produce. Like the one I have, I think is hundred amps. So it can go up to hundred amps, but it also just, if you're producing more than you, like you could produce more than hundred amps, it also makes sure you don't go over hundred amps. So it, you stay right where you want the sweet spot of what you want. And that's what charges your batteries. Would you happen to have that's, a suge- yeah. suggestion if someone was interested in doing either getting involved on batteries and power walls versus solar power, would you have a suggestion on which one they should uh, play with first? Oh, does the horse come before the cart? No, wait, does the chicken put come your, before the egg? Nah, <laughs> put your hands together, learn them both. That's, that's uh, literally what I did. Okay. Yeah, learn them both. Yeah, because okay. the first thing I had to do once I learned about the batteries was then immediately have to learn how do I charge them and everybody charges it with solar. So I yeah. knew I was gonna have to learn what solar was anyway. So it was kind of like, well, I'll just learn them both. So I got like these flexible solar panels uh, that were like 100 watts. And I just kind of use those as just to, they're all kinds of broken now. But um, but that's how <laughs> I, what I used to much. learn. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> look um, at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look how good they've been. Snap. Oh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I did. I just learned them both because one you can't have one without the other. Is uh, well, is wind yeah. power something that's kind of out of common reach per se, or uh, say a ver- yeah. go ahead. Depending on your home, 
I would think if you have a big, mm-hmm. big ass home or a farm, yeah, go for it. But if you live, <laughs> if you live like me, just in a house with a smaller backyard, well, it's a pretty big backyard, but like, I can't, <laughs> and I also don't think SDG would allow you to have a giant freaking <laughs> just a wind turbine going on back there. Is there so, anything um, on a smaller range? I, I don't know. I know nothing about this. Um, the questions yeah. may sound stupid. Is there anything smaller that would fit on a smaller plot of land? Nah, I think solar panels are your best bet right now. Gotcha. Honestly, and, and they're becoming more and more efficient. So yeah. like the same size panel that I have is 320 watts. You can, I think mine's 17% efficiency, which isn't a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think the panels coming out now are like over 30 so it, they, they just keep getting, so it's the same size, but you have like a 450 watt panel instead. Mm. And it's just like, sh- dude, this, these are getting better and better every single iteration. So yeah, it's, if I understand correctly, the, uh, the math and the physics on windmills is that they get much more efficient when you have those gigantic windmills. Yes. But if you have a yes. tiny windmill, like sticking up in your yard, it ain't going to do much. Yeah. It's not. That's why when you were yeah. saying about sticking it in the back of the bat- or the car or the the bike, the electric bike, I was like, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> Probably can't even charge your phone with that. <laughs> you could do that, but you'd be a jackass. <laughs> when looking at solar panels, is there certain, um, what would you suggest for a newbie? Like if they're looking to purchase some solar panels, what are certain key things? Like you're saying that 17%. If, and yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're just starting out, I would start out just like I did small panels something you can play with by a cheap controller because you can buy a better controller later, but learn what you're doing first, even though you can have things that are programmable like through your phone, like mine is now I learned on a cheap one. So I knew exactly how to change the voltage on the board because Mm. that's just stuff you're going to need to learn. You need to learn that stuff. You need to learn everything. Cause like we were talking about earlier, we joke about the shocking, but this, this, this is, this is, this can be dangerous. If you don't know what you're doing, don't try to take shortcuts. Just, step by step try to learn it you know yeah. that's why i watch the the youtube clips because they they take you step by step and they're yeah. they know exactly what i know they know if you just start throwing things together and and right. say say you get the, the panels and then you you don't know that there's supposed to be a controller so you just plug it into the battery then you're you're going to destroy the battery destroy the panel and you're going to cause a fire it might burn your house down so no just yeah. yeah, you can't save the Watch planet the video. if you electrocute yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or starting fires. I commend, you for being, I commend you for being a part of it, but come on, man. <laughs> I hear of yeah. uh, certain solar panels uh, as designs are getting better and better. I don't I don't know much about solar panels. So I've, I've seen ones where like if you cover something like 10% of the panel, it shuts off the panel. Does that sound correct to you? Something like that? I think that's a PWM controller. Um, that's a different type of controller. The new, those are the old controllers. The new ones are MPPT, and I do not know what that stands for. But all I know is when you get shade on a panel, it'll adjust, so it'll use less from that one panel, and but you're still getting energy out of it. Where the PWM will just sh- basically shut that off because oh, it, it, it doesn't know what's happening, or the voltage drops because that's as soon as you get shade, the voltage will drop. Oh, so. so- yeah. So with MPPT, it just it fixes that, and you still get juice out of your panel. Is that all? Pretty Even much it's all gonna new. Be less. All new ones are pretty uh, much that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that so every time, like if you're in the group and someone says, "Oh, I found this cheap controller. Should I get yeah. it?" And then we see that it's PWM. No, <laughs> like uh, spend t- fifteen dollars more, get a cheap MPPT controller because that's what you're going to be using from here on out anyway. Oh, interesting. So is, I, is the goal of that that you need your set of panels to all be given kind of the same amount of juice, or what's 
Why would you want to yeah, shut that's down? Yeah, that's what it manages, though. Yeah, that, it, it, won't, it won't ever shut down. I mean, you got it's pretty much got to be nighttime for it to shut down yeah. where there's just no sun. But yeah, you'll just keep getting less and less and less the more coverage you get of those panels. Um, but with an MPPT, yeah, it might just shut off. Uh, or, correct, correct me if I'm, I'm sorry, wrong. with that PWM, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. So what I watched on that documentary, so say you have 12, 12 panels, I think it's internet cut out, but I'll just keep on talking. So you got 12 panels and then somehow like a, I don't know, a tree shade. I don't, is, I don't know if it's my internet. I, it's actually pretty good. I oh, you back. oh, maybe it's my yeah. internet? Oh. No, I don't, the power I don't know, company's yeah. monitoring us. Oh, yeah. It says our connect. Our connection is, okay, I see oh, the message. So it is bad me. energy's pissed off. Uh, well, <laughs> ho- hopefully you could hear me as I'm explaining the, what I think I remember from this documentary. So like, say yeah. you've got 12 panels and then you got like a tree that happens to be in, or something else that, that's not normally there. Yeah. A big bird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's covering 10% of every panel. Yeah. Each panel will turn off in this documentary they were saying. That's what they are saying that's the problem with current solar panels. Now, I watched this a couple years ago, so maybe you're saying okay. the new panels. So at that documentary, they're saying, oh, these new panels, you could cover a quarter of each panel and they won't, each panel won't shut itself off. Yeah. Or it won't yeah, get I think power. I think they are describing the two types of control. Oh. If they're talking about just the panels themselves, that I've never heard of. Because yeah. they're, I mean, they got crazy panels now and I know that's, they have panels where basically the, the photons that go through the panel can bounce off of it. And then there's stuff on the back of the panels now where it can still absorb. So that's the kind of crap we're getting. Now, that's insane yeah. to me. But um, yeah, I've, I've never heard of that because even if you cover 25% of the panel, you're still going to get juice. So I'm not too sure. Uh, and that, that was probably five, six years ago when I was doing that. Like when mm, that's actually okay. no, maybe like three, four years ago. Yeah, I was using those those flexible ones. Yeah. And yeah, I would there'd literally be shade on them. And I'd, I'd do that to test it, to see how, see what it did. And yeah. yeah, I never really, I never lost power from one of them. Cause then they would both shut off cause the voltage would be too low. Okay. That never, okay. that never happened. With so me. unless I watched a, I watched at that time, three, three years ago, whatever, maybe that documentary was old too. So and it was British. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have an elaborate uh, bird deterrent system in your backyard there to keep them off of your array? Uh, a dog. Yeah, <laughs> the vultures don't it. hang out and shit on your panels because the dogs are. <laughs> no, but I've seen I've seen hawks circle my dog, thinking it's yeah. a small dog, like a smaller dog, uh, and then it'll come down and swoop to try to get me. Oh shit! No, you're big, and they'll leave. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's gotcha. about it. Depends how hungry you are as a hawk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, he does yep. a good job though. Keeps the cats out too. Uh, you listed something on the the questionnaire. Why use lithium ion cells? And I'm not sure it said lead acid afterwards. I'm yeah, sure. that, that was the whole. I did make that point earlier, too. It was mainly because when you get one of these cells, you can use 100 percent of them. Like mm-hmm. you can use this from top to bottom. Like you were talking about, it's safe to go 80, uh, 80, 20, 90, 10, 70, 30. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a lead acid battery fully charged, you now you, you only have half mm-hmm. fully charged. So you can only use this. And yeah, so that's, that's the problem with lead acid. Cause that's actually how I very, very much started, um, was just playing with car batteries. And then when I learned that I was like, well, that's stupid and they're expensive. So when I learned that's when I switched over to these because just the efficiency and then how accessible they became at that point. For the 80, 20 thing, would your power wall benefit if you put in a controller that saw once it reaches 80, then stop charging? It's what it does. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, like, okay. yeah I have a battery management <laughs> system. Yeah, oh, by, it's, okay. it's, it's made by Batrium, but yeah, they're, 
they have a, a bat. I love that battery management system because like it's, there's so many things you can do with it. Like that's where I know that if I get to a certain voltage, that's low, that program will actually trip the shunt and turn off all the power or um, it'll turn off this. And the same thing with the controller on the solar panels. If it sees that it's the batteries are full, you'll see it drop all the way to zero, even though there's all this sunlight outside and you're and it's dead hitting those panels. No power will basically go into the batteries because it can't anymore because it controls that. So yeah. there's, yeah, again, a lot of redundancies. I, I don't want to blow shit up. So I'm <laughs> over overly, overly, overly protected, which that everyone that's doing this should be. So, yeah, yeah. Is that controller uh, like, does, is it just a power in power out or is there like a computer hooked up to it or is it mainly software? Is it mainly hardware? It's mainly, yeah, you got to set it up with a computer. Like you got to get it on the network. So you plug into it via USB in the beginning just to get it set up. And then once you have it set up, then it's just all software based, but you can still jump into it and just edit the software as you need. Like if you add more stuff, like a relay or something like that, then you can add that. Um, but again, shut everything off first, but <laughs> it's at that point, once it's set up, it's all the software is doing all the work. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So I have a uh, yeah. a big lead acid battery in my truck to get it started, right? Yeah. Would mm -hmm. would it make sense? I mean, how would it compare? Could you replace that battery with something equivalent of these eighteen six fifty lithium ion packs, or does that not make sense? Uh, because because your crank, your car battery does. It's basically a, it's just a you're using a shit ton of amps for like a half a second to start yeah. your car. Um, so that's that's the difference these are meant to last longer like the steady but they do uh, make lithium batteries uh, for those vape pens um mm -hmm. that you can buy all those vape pen things because that yeah. those use 18650s but they're bigger than these ones these can go up to 10 oh. amps those ones are like 40 amps so if you and there's even bigger cells in that i don't know what they're called because i've never oh. used them but they're they're still lithium ion but they can produce like 100 amps 200 amps so essentially i've seen people build them where they just you just need 12 volts and if they're mm -hmm. three you only need about four of them and they put about four of them together or they'll put eight. So there's two in parallel mm -hmm. and then they'll use that as a car battery instead. And that will work. But if you just wanted to use these ones, mm -hmm. it would be a gigantic battery because it's got to handle all those amps immediately. Uh, cold cranking amps. That's, yeah, because that's, that's what lead acid is good for. Like okay. they could handle a shit ton of amps for a short period of time. Gotcha. They can handle that a lot better and safer. Sorry if I keep on asking questions you already answered. Uh, why use a spot <laughs> welder over soldering everything? Okay, so spot welding, it, it's almost like what I just said with the lead acid battery, um, but it's kind of the opposite. It's more safe to use spot welder because it, it does generate a lot of amps, but it's for a split second. And it's only to get basically melt the, the fuse, the little wire onto it. And mm -hmm. it makes a lot less of a mess. With us, I like to compare using a soldering, soldering iron on a battery it's kind of like using a sledgehammer to put up a painting, like a put up a like a like a picture a on your nail, wall. Like yeah. it's just it, yeah, it'll work, but that's a little overboard um, because you you can um, once you put the soldering iron, which is eight hundred some odd degrees, which is way more than you want to put on a battery. Uh, you, you have to let it sit there for a second until it melts, and then it, uh, you know you can use flux, but it'll melt. But you're still sticking a eight hundred degree piece of metal on top of yeah. the battery, and the, and the battery will get hot. And because of that, it's a not well. It's, not, it's dangerous, but it's not. It's not efficient. It's just really not. So when you yeah. use a spot welder, you just basically use like. Uh, just gonna try to get them in front. Of me. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, these little tips, uh -huh. and you just put them together, and then there's a little panel, like a little foot pedal, and it just boom, just 
spot weld quickly and then battery doesn't get hot nothing gets hot and it's on there stronger cool. than the soldering would be but yeah that's just better but definitely yeah. It's yeah and it's just it's it's not as hot it's not lead from the from the soldering coming out so you don't have to have like an open window because <laughs> that I don't stuff know. can be dangerous i don't know anything about it so what makes that not hot versus the soldering so the spot welding is it just a quick jolt of yep. electricity to yep that oh. yeah that melts the basically connects the the fuse wire to the the battery itself like the positive side and it, mm -hmm. it takes not even a, not even a quarter of a second it's just dink done and with but with like i said with the soldering you literally have to sit there and put that much heat it has on heat a good battery entire surface yeah and you'll feel and yeah and you'll feel that you'll feel halfway down the battery start getting warm by the oh, time you, wow. you've actually got it connected yeah okay. so, so yeah, that's that's how working. everybody a lot less nerve-wracking it works <laughs> but it's yeah it's a lot less nerve-wracking what's what's the cost on that spot welder uh like a spot welder like that yeah so like if you were just get a soldering iron you could do that for 40 bucks and that's probably why people do it mm. but i had been doing this for so long and then when someone made this someone from the community built that the one i have oh. um and then just started basically mass producing them for us um but yeah he I, and again i can use a, uh, a lipo battery so i can be portable with it but uh, that ended up costing me like 200 bucks. So you yeah. do have to invest a little bit more, but it's just like, I've gotten over, I'd say 2000 spot welds on that thing and oh. no real issue except for the battery swelling. But that was kind of my fault. Cause anytime I get something, I play with it. Like how low can you go? Wait, so what, yeah. uh, what Facebook group does someone have to join to get into this and oh. find that spot welder guy? Yeah. Uh, DIY power wall. All one yeah, so yeah, go on Facebook, find that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll cool. welcome you with open arms, <laughs> honestly. Uh, you have uh, written on here, renewable. Uh, what other forms of renewable energy? I know we talked a little bit about it. Hydrogen, waste to energy, uh, solid yeah. state batteries. Which ones you're interested in? Um, I'm interested in the solid state battery. Thing, Me too. But, um, yeah. but also hydrogen, the way you explain that, that, actually that too. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on all yeah. that? Yeah, hydrogen. Yeah, like I said, I already or you said I already went kind of into, but that that was the one I'm most excited about because I see that one is the most. Again, hydrogen is the most abundant. Do you, do you <laughs> um, see it possible within, within ten years? <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Only because I've seen the mm. the panels. I, I I have. We were talking about stocks earlier. I do have uh, some money invested in them just because mm. I think it's cool. I don't think you should back anything that you don't believe in the product of. Um, but yeah, like I've seen them go from generation one to gen where it was just like a very little hydrogen they were getting out of these panels to version two, where it's, it's five times more than that. And now they're actually got partners to try to distribute it, make it, make it. So they're trying to become a real company, but just the technology behind it, and they're not the only ones doing it. We're actually kind of behind in this, uh, clean energy race. Like China's way ahead of us. Uh, Germany is way ahead of us. India is way ahead of us. So it's mm -hmm. it's we're playing catch up, but we're that's really one of the only companies that's doing what everybody else is doing, but here and they're in Santa Barbara. So it's it's mm. of course it's a California thing, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like and then when you when you get to um, waste to energy, that's that's where people are complaining about basically any like farm you go to, you can now get you can get all that 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 um, what do you call it? just uh, the manure the oh. Yeah, yeah, all that crap, <laughs> and um, all that literally just 
Yeah. And they used, it used to be where they would burn it to get, to get energy out of it. That's yeah. how you got rid of that stuff, which was terrible. Now they actually use chambers and they throw like all that crap in there and um, they use <laughs> gases to actually separate everything. And so that's completely clean and you can get energy out of that. So people complain about all that waste and what we're doing with it. I'm like, well, shit, you literally have companies that know how to do this and turn it into to yeah. clean energy, just waste to energy. It's just, yeah. Imagine throwing all your banana peels and all your crap we throw in there, and that's literally producing energy to power buildings. You know, yeah. Then we're so back to the future. I, I, that's always what I think about, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah. I use. That's why I use banana too. <laughs> I just want to enjoy my bacon cheeseburger without feeling like I'm uh, <laughs> creating all this manure. <laughs> <laughs> but now, yeah, I mean, honestly, you'll get to a point where you'll throw away your like your Big Mac that you didn't finish and do like a separate container that then gets shipped out to a company where they can turn your uneaten Big Mac into energy. Oh. That's I don't think I could awesome. not finish a Big Mac. That's yeah, a- <laughs> so much bread. So much bread. <laughs> I want a real burger if I'm having a burger. <laughs> oh, I get the double quarter pounder. I <laughs> oh, see. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good. That Big Mac is that's bread in the middle now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not as poor as I used to be. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can, I can afford that seven dollar double quarter pounder. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that I, you know. I, I, I find myself being cheap like that. I'll still get like something. Oh, it's two for two bucks. I'll sweet. Yeah. I'll get that. Damn it, Steven, you're not a waiter anymore. Just get a, <laughs> <laughs> a quarter pounder already. <laughs> Step it up. Step your, up your game. What are your thoughts <laughs> on the uh, solid state batteries and even graphene batteries? Oh, graphene is actually pretty cool because that's mm-hmm. actually stackable. So you, you it's not like a uh, separate. You can actually just grow it and, I think graphene, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. I think, especially with processors too. I know that's being talked about over like silicon. Um, but solid state batteries are just insane because with a Tesla, you have to wait so long. I mean, not, it's not even really that long. And I think we'll get to a point where it'll be 20 minutes, but 20 to 40 minutes, you have to wait to charge your car because that's just mm-hmm. how the chemistry works. Well, solid state batteries, it's almost instantly. Like you can pretty much charge your battery like a hundred times faster than mm-hmm. a lithium battery. And I think that's where you're going to see it kind of take off if it does take off like if lithium or other forms of uh, clean energy can't catch up to that no everybody's used to just going to a gas station pumping your car being done in three minutes and going we need to be able to get to that and i don't think lithium is personally i don't think lithium is going to get there for a while so solid state batteries is probably our best bet and if they really beat lithium to the punch on that i don't see them not being able to mass produce that and start putting those in cars so like i i can see solid state eventually taking out lithium. The only thing I don't, my, the future I see is going to be lithium, solid state, and hydrogen all working together. You're going to go to a gas pump and you're going to be able to choose just like diesel if you want hydrogen or you want re- regular gas, well, as long as that's going to live mm-hmm. and there's going to be a charger. I, that's that's the future I see because then when gas is completely gone, you're just going to have more options, more clean options. It's not going to be one that rules them all. I don't think anyway. Yeah. But solid state, it's just the technology is just, I think we're about 10 years away from that really being a thing where we can talk about, but yeah. it's still, still amazing technology that's done. What's, what's a solid state battery compared to the other batteries that we are talking about? Because the normal batteries we're talking about has a positive and a negative mm-hmm. end inside and then some kind of chemical electrolyte to keep the charge yep, from jumping across. So you're stacking. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you want it to jump. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You want it to jump across. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're storing electricity somehow in this chemical fluid with the positive and negative uh, metal pieces. Yeah. 
inside there, right? So what's a solid yeah. state compared to something like that? I don't even think I could get into technicals of that, honestly. Um, all I know is solid state means no moving parts, so you're really mm -hmm. not getting that whole transfer. Um, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I just don't want to speak and not be right. <laughs> oh, no, we're just, um, we're but, just trying to understand, because I have zero concept yeah, yeah. of what, what a solid state is. It could be a brick for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, what I look at solid state, um, every time I've looked into solid state, it has always been for just the recharging purpose. And, and I don't know what they use to, I want to say it's um, capacitors, but I'm not, I'm not positive on that just i, I like, watched a short documentary on it i still don't yeah, understand it you. afterwards <laughs> yeah same here I, I have i've done the same thing i even watched the video before i i was like oh. i did mention solid state he might bring up some solid state <laughs> stuff so i watched a documentary or just a youtube from a guy yeah, i like yeah. who talks about this stuff a lot and That's i watched it i'm like I did not help you. <laughs> yeah, even on the graphene like, battery right. too. I didn't. I still didn't really pick up yeah. much except for they said I, the only thing I picked up was they they don't think graphene is in the near future. So something no. maybe yeah. No. Same with processors. Yeah, I saw I, I saw a documentary with graphene too, and it was just they're saying to me that's going to replace uh, because with with salts or with uh, processors you have now we have four cores, eight cores, twelve cores, sixteen cores, yeah. and with 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 that you basically just stack it on top of each other so mm -hmm. it'll be taller but it's it's yeah the heat is higher like basically graphene will will replace silicon i think mm -hmm. uh it's just again gonna take a while but yeah it's like we we're saying all this stuff is in the future and i think the future looks great with all this stuff coming out as long as we can actually make it happen and no one stops the progression not if the solid state batteries are voodoo magic <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe they'll need <laughs> it more because it's magic. Yeah. On the on the CPU thing, as far I might be completely wrong on this, so hopefully anybody that watches this, according they, to a twelve-year-old British documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think AMD. So there's there's Intel and AMD, which are that sell yeah. CPUs in America, and the 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 two biggest companies. Um, AMD went with that stacking process, and that's what they're they're yeah. sort of using now. They I think they're they're in their I might be wrong. I think they're in their second generation of it. And nice. uh, that's, that's awesome. And we're seeing, I mean, if you compare the, the flagship AMD processor to the flagship Intel, oh my goodness, AMD is winning. Mm. So people are saying this, this is the future. Why didn't Intel see this? Um, Intel, for whatever reason, they're hard headed and they wanted mm. to stick to their yeah. squeezing 10% or 15% each year. But AMD risked five years of R&D and now they're, yeah. they're usually coming ahead oh so, i can't i can't believe how far amd has come like yeah 10 years ago you were like no intel sorry mm -hmm. i'd mm -hmm. much rather have an intel and now i'm really not only that most so a lot of the computers are starting to finally have amds inside them because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they're cheaper and they work just the same if not better than mm -hmm. an intel and yeah. I, I agree completely with what you said they kind of got lazy i feel yeah. like they kind of mm -hmm. let the competition catch up and amd was shoot just swinging for home runs because they were they were losing everyone mm. and they got into something that was risky but it has absolutely paid off and now they're ahead so i yeah yeah it's pretty crazy AMD. for me in the last yeah. uh three cpus i bought, bought was all amd which to me i've all i've always been intel for gaming but uh AMD yeah. stepped up their game uh, so it's just it's, i don't say isn't amd better for gaming now too uh yeah yeah uh they've yeah yeah uh you could they're intel Intel kind of has a slight tiny edge on certain things, but that's, mm -hmm. that's, 
that's debatable on because say okay. AMD is like 98% there, but then AMD does that same processor does everything else better. So are you going to yeah. take 2% for gaming where it does everything oh. else better too? So it's, yeah, it's a trade-off. And then um, if your graphics okay, card sucks, that. then it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. So what, some, some computer nerd talk there. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, What's the future of lithium ion batteries? I think we kind of talked about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, they will all honest. end up at Steven's house is, is the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, next I'll, one I'll is <laughs> green, green energy and EV stocks like Tesla, Neo, oh. NIO. Uh, uh, Neo, yeah, Neo. Neo, Genvo? Yeah, or Je- uh, Jevo. Jevo, that was the Jevo. waste energy, yeah. Sun, hydrogen, plug, <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. What's your thoughts um, on that? Yeah, I, I just think, like I was saying, that my, my future is where all these clean energies are kind of working together. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what I meant by that. Stock-wise, I just um, I just think they're good. They're if you if you really like clean energy and you're you really want to look into that stuff, there's some companies out there doing really good things. And right now, it's I think we're almost like pre gold rush with this stuff because eventually, I think these these companies, some of these, it might not even be these ones, but the 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 clean energy movement is gonna there's gonna be an amazon and all this stuff so mm. i just yeah I, I really think um so you're buying those, stocks those in the was, green energy companies that you yeah. believe in and you think that they have great yep. products coming down the pipe absolutely yeah i do a lot of dnd when i when it comes to where i put my money on stuff that's futures where it's it's i don't plan on i make i want to check on that i don't even want to look at it for 10 years and yeah. then i'll see it and see see what's happened but yeah when, when it comes to those ones absolutely i do a lot of research on that stuff before i put my money on it but um, I think I think right now they're good. I think Plug's charging is doing really well right now. I think it's back on a big rebound, and so mm-hmm. is Tesla. I'm pretty sure Tesla's been up like ten or fifteen percent in the last like few days. So, um, so you're betting on wrong. our clean future. I am. I am. So if hopefully the politicians don't ruin it, as we've been talking about. I was just gonna kind of ask about that. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you see the future of green was- energy, and then how do you see? Uh, things like, uh, I'm thinking, uh, what's they're calling it nat- natural gas. They're calling it now when before people just call it gasoline, but there are other yeah. things, probably their politicians, their, their lobbyists. Yeah. Pushing certain agendas. I don't know the exact stuff. I just watched a documentary yesterday to try to get <laughs> ready for this. I wish I would have remembered exactly what they're doing. There's some dirty tactics where they're, they're lying yeah. to the U.S. citizens of what is renewable and what isn't, and they're saying that they're yes. putting money into it, and they're they're not exactly doing it. Um, what what's nope. your thoughts on all that? No way. Natural gas is still natural. Ga- there's certain types. There's like a it's like a what is it? Brown energy, which is basically like natural <laughs> gas, uh, and there's there's another energy which is basically just coal, and I think that's the worst one. Um, and then there's genuine green energy, which is what I've been talking about, with like hydrogen yeah. and things that are pretty much renewable and I, I hate that they try to pass off things like natural gas is oh it's clean it's clean that yeah. what they do do is in some of these plants is they they put filters they're they're little filters and i actually it's uh, one of the companies that does it is called fuel cell and um they are a hydrogen company but they kind of have their feet in both pools because they built there they 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 design these scrubbers so basically what happens is when you have the co2 coming out of like a a power plant it'll actually mm-hmm. capture all that and it turns into like solid material. Um, so there's a way to get rid of it. But it, to me, that's just a band aid. Like it doesn't, it's not going to fix everything. They don't scrub that well. You're still pushing out a lot of it. 
coming out coming out of it. So it, it it helps a little bit, but then they they try to hype that. They try to say, oh, it's, this is this is the future. We can still use everything we were. We'll just capture it. Well, that's not that's not how it's going to work. That's not going to fix everything, and you're not really going to be able to capture all of it. Why don't yeah, you just switch over to something make, cleaner? What if they can make CO two bricks and then build housing for all yeah. of us that can't afford housing? That that is a legit thing. Um, that's, that's, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I've seen, I want to say in Europe somewhere, they built a home like with using material like that. I I think it's one single home. I could be wrong, but it was something like that. It's the material that they produces. I don't know exactly what's, I'm sure there's other things besides that. Um, but yeah, but but yeah, I've actually, I want my walls made out of used cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But yeah, like I, I, I get mad at that too, just because it's not, it's not green. And I know it's going to cost us more money up front to switch over. Yeah. And, but I think there has to be a generation that takes that hit. And I think if, if that's going to be any generation, why not it be us? Because honestly, it'll, it's, it's for the future. It's for our kids. Um, and I don't think there's enough of that that we do in our generation to, to truly sacrifice or maybe the generation before us doesn't. But yeah, I definitely. Blame I feel like generation. millennials and the people coming up now, there's more talk about everything being green and clean and, and make sure we're doing it right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it just seems like it's a whole different way of thinking than you did before. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, to me, we're, we're leaning that way anyway. I think as, as people that are younger now become politicians, I think that'll be, it'll just be common sense to them to, to, switch. I I think you have a, a terrible investment strategy because you're betting on this green future (laughs) that, yeah, if it happens, <laughs> then all the flowers will be rosy. Every, you know, the sky will be clean and you'll make money on your investments. But if the politicians and the people with lots of money are in yeah. power and they uh, prevent that from happening, then you won't have a beautiful, clean earth and you will lose all your money. <laughs> so you should almost bet the other way so that you kind of win lose either way. You should you should buy a bunch <laughs> of oil stock. And I will. Uh, <laughs> no. And I will coal, always be. Coal I will technology. always be optimistic. <laughs> I'll always be optimistic about technology. Always, I will always no, be optimistic. That's great, but you yeah. could bet again. Yeah. You could hedge with your investments. So that, oh, hedging. yeah, like either I'll be poor in a beautiful planet, or I'll be rich in this shitty planet. <laughs> that would be smart. I just don't think I, it's it's smart. It's smart. I just can't <laughs> as a person do it. <laughs> oh, like, what, you got I, a soul or something? When I first got. <laughs> When I first got into stocks, um, I really didn't know what I was doing. And I had a buddy really show me around. And um, he was like, hey, man, you need to get a little diversified. So um, yeah. this company, PM, they're, 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 it's a good place to put your money. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I started putting my money in there. Again, yeah. I didn't look into the company that was before that. Then I realized yeah. it was Philip Morris. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're the tobacco company, right? And Joe's yeah. like, yeah. He's like, your money's not really clean there. So <laughs> I was like, and immediately I was like, I'm not doing this. I went to no, there's a lot of money in lung instead. cancer. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to help with that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. So, yeah, you're collecting I've, their money. I've, I've... <laughs> but no, um, well, to get back to the yeah. To so the, realistically, uh, you, you not buying Philip Morris doesn't change anything, I guess, right? That... No, not at all. But it changes, makes my soul feel a little cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Back to what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, well, one thing, only the other company that was in there was Neo, and the only reason I brought them up was because I think they're doing something really smart with batteries. So they all actually work. Tesla, if your battery dies, it's dead. Like you, mm. you need a new car. Neo is actually working on something where they're hot swappable, where you mm. can literally take your car back in and just get a new battery. They just yeah. take it out, put a new one in, and you go. 
Um, and they're talking about the same kind of technology with self, uh, self-driving and all that stuff too. So they're, they're, some people are really thinking that Neo could be that mm-hmm. Pepsi to like uh, Tesla's Coke. So that's mm. hot swappable batteries. That's just awesome. Say you just, you start up with the bottom and you want to go to the top. Um, you just go in, pay for the upgrade and get a new battery. Mm. I think that's brilliant. Put it in the frunk. That was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love Frank, man. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) If you had to uh, drive 12 bowling balls from here to El Paso, would you put it in the frunk or in the trunk? I'd put them in the trunk. (laughs) I'd put them in the VIP part, the under part. (laughs) You wouldn't want to evenly distribute them? No, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just riding your ass low all the way to El Paso. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start us into the final question section. Countdown. What is <laughs> a great? What are great daily habits that you have? He's, he's, great he's daily habits every day. <laughs> Spot welding <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> um, great habits that I have every day. Um, mm. I don't know. I mean, I get up, brush my teeth, take a shower, and I work from home. So a lot of people don't do that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, but uh, great habits. I, I, I try to walk about two, three miles a day. Oh, awesome. um, mm, that's huge. Uh, cause, cause again, you do work from home. Um, yeah. I did balloon up there for a bit, um, during Corona. Um, but, uh, now. yeah, I think, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's definitely something I, I, you start by hating it. And then after a while, like I kind of look forward to them because it's, it's, it clears my head, which it um i feel better and again if you work at home it's very easy to kind of just <laughs> deal within your job of the and, uh, <laughs> seriously i'm serious and then when you get a project like the battery project where i'm sitting down all day just mm. hovering over something it's yeah it can yeah i had to learn the lesson the hard way kind of hurt my back a bit and oh. i was like yeah it's probably because i'm not i'm just hunched over these things doing this all the time and <laughs> yeah, i just yeah, batteries. Just, yeah. Get out. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> two to three miles a day sounds good Next question. What do you know or think of cryptocurrency? Which we kind of touched up on I, that a little I, bit. Yeah, I actually, I, I do love it. I just don't love Dogecoin. I think Bitcoin um, will be, I think Dogecoin's only big because Elon Musk tweets it and then it just skyrockets. Like mm-hmm. I just want to invest everything I have seconds before he throws one of those out and then mm-hmm. 15 minutes later, take it out because that's when it's about to drop again. Like the hype of it. But um, no, I like I like Bitcoin. I actually think that's going to be, a, was it Eurethium? Eurethia. Um, uh, what is <laughs> that? The, the Ethereum coin. Ethereum, Ethereum. Ethereum. Thank you. I was like, Eurethium? That's not right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think those are good because they, they do have limited amount of, of coins, correct? So they're, correct. Not, they're not just printing more to have more. So that makes more sense in my head. Um, but I think cryptocurrency is something that is definitely not going anywhere. And I think there's a lot of more legitimacy in it than people think. I think it's going to be volatile for a while. I think you're going to see these big drops and these big gains, but I think it will level out eventually. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about crypto. I just, I need to, I need to learn more about it. I know enough to maybe talk to you a little bit, but if you got into details right now, I'd be like, uh-huh. Just <laughs> so it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, I, I, I do. Yeah. I do like it. Yeah. As, as you know, I, I love cryptocurrency, but uh, as a quick yeah. summary, I think, uh, I think Ethereum's the, the, the King Kong uh, and it will continue. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's Same a King Kong in the sense of if you look at, like, say, their developer network, from my understanding, they hold something like yeah. 80 to 90 percent of the developers are there. So oh, shit. I that, know. I think, is a key indicator on where the future is in cryptocurrency. I might be slightly wrong on those numbers, but that, that from what the research yeah. I've, I've seen, that's that's where it's at. Even if it's at 60 or 70 percent, mm-hmm. that's still massive. It doesn't change my yeah. opinion on that. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I kind of think Bitcoin's the old thing that will eventually be replaced. That's my standpoint. Oh, wow. A lot of people nice. probably may disagree with me, but I mean, you're looking at technology, technology, the word technology is yeah. something that kind of evolves and changes very quickly. And if Ethereum is so much more, so so much better, in my opinion, than Bitcoin, because it has a programming layer, and especially yeah. as proof of stake kind of comes in, uh, you're looking at a faster, a faster cryptocurrency that has so much more programmability that could do so much more. So I think yeah. that's the future. So Ethereum is the Tesla and Bitcoin is the Saturn EV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, my the Saturn was, I had my first car was a Saturn. <laughs> we progressed it like a full year and a half, but yeah. <laughs> we're we're looking for a future where uh, bananas can turn into clean energy and cryptocurrency is how we get money back from the power grid. Yes. Yeah. That's why uh, Elon Musk got out of Bitcoin because it's just the 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 energy it produces is or that you need for it is just yeah. insane. Yeah. And that's every time I've brought up somebody who's into like uh, like mining mm. has asked me, "Are you building this to mine?" Like that's the first question <laughs> if they're into any kind of Bitcoin. Are you yeah. using this to mine? I'm like, yeah, I could, but no. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for cheap power everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've hey, it's recycled the, power. <laughs> I've heard on the Elon thing about the turn the turnaround on Bitcoin or the, his, his change of opinion on Bitcoin I heard was yeah. due to he gets green uh, tax breaks or tax mo- or green uh, funding money. Yeah. Oh, so the sense. government said to him, Hey, if you're, if you're buying Bitcoin with that, then we're not going to give you this green funding money. Well, yeah, that would Bitcoin make sense. Sucks up a lot of yeah. process. Yeah. 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 Yes, it does. And that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. 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 Actually, I, I just yeah. think it's unfortunate the way Elon went about it. He, I feel like if yeah. he would have worded things differently and not freaking yeah. troll Dogecoin and all that, I think that this could have had a yeah. different turnaround. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. And, and the fact that you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin and then he just pulled it away. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. on one day, just gone. And that, that that's what I think just tanked that stock for a while too, yeah. was that whole thing. Because, yeah, it's Elon's a wild card, I think. And people, you either love him or you hate him too. I, I I think he's 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 brilliant, but at the same time, sometimes I just want him to shut his mouth. Yep. Because I'm like, you're you're no, you're hurting you can't you're hurting accomplish us. <laughs> all this amazing stuff without being a weird genius, right? Yeah. Being a bit. I, I, and I I truly believe that too. You just work on another level than yeah. regular people, and we don't get you because there's no way we can. We're not nearly can't even see the level you're on, man. Yeah. Like I remember seeing that Joe Rogan interview with him, and he was talking about how he literally can't turn it off. He can't yeah. turn off his his mind. And I'm like, yeah. I can just give me some whiskey. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just like, and you kind of, the way he says it too, you just kind of feel for him. It's just kind of like you, you just, you're on another level, man. And I don't think you're genuinely happy being on that level. It's just, it's just who you are. You're always just going to be mind hundred percent going, yeah. which is, it's got to have its good and it's definitely got its bad. I just sent Lim an article where, uh, Elon has agreed to talk to Jack Dorsey, who's the owner of Twitter and yeah. square, uh, mm-hmm. and, Kathy Wood is somehow involved, and Kathy Wood is a famous uh, hedge fund. Oh yeah, for high tech. She stocks. just lost a lot of money. 
Yeah. Yeah. She just lost so. a ton of money on SpaceX, not SpaceX, uh, Virgin Galactic. She sold that oh. at like 12 and now it's yeah. at uh, 50, I think. <laughs> Wait, so. the rocket company stock went rocketed up? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> Actually, it's swaying too because it was like 70 bucks and then the correction happened and it dropped all the way to 17. And I yeah. think that's when she sold all of it. And then now it's back because I think he, he announced, or Richard Branson, right? Branson? Yeah. Uh, said that he was going to be on the first flight that they took. Uh-huh. And then once he said that, the stock just skyrocketed. And now that doesn't make any sense. 50. Like, why does that? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. And it, it'll fall. It'll correct because there's no real information. That's something that's changed. Um, I know they got an FAA um, approval, too. So that might have something to do with it. But mm-hmm. I think that it'll, it'll eventually correct. But <laughs> did, did still- you see for uh, Jeff Bezos, is, uh, he's going to jump on his first space flight for his company, uh, Blue Origin? He's going to Blue Origin. He's going to do that, too. I didn't hear that. No, this is yeah. probably a week ago. So Jeff has, has announced he's oh, wow. going to be on his first Blue Origin flight, right? And then I think something like 100,000 people signed a petition to please don't come back to Earth. <laughs> like, just stay up there. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find that petition. I couldn't find it. I, I was going to sign, sign it. Sign that in a, I'd, I'd uh, sign that in a heartbeat, man. That, that's well, insane. Did you see that? Uh, just a off, little off topic. Did you see the, the documentary on that one where that pregnant lady, like, uh-uh. peed herself trying to get from one place of the warehouse to the other because they can't take breaks because they have to fulfill so many mm. things in a day. So oh, like they want to take breaks, but they can't take breaks because they have to get a quota and they're, they're just filming her and she's running down the, the trying to this pregnant lady just trying to walk from one side of the warehouse to the other <laughs> and just let it roll. Just piss what's, herself. What's she's pregnant lady doing quota. in a warehouse. <laughs> exactly. Shouldn't she be at home? <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. you pay for help her out? No, that's that's what kind of pissed me off about all that. Oh, it's so just, is this how do you have that much money and not help your people? Is this the main reason don't you don't like Jeff Bezos? I'm just I just think he could do a lot better with all the money. Yeah, I, he makes so much money, so much, and I know you can do whatever you want with your money. Hey, it's free country. Do it. Do what you want with it. But yeah. I couldn't. I, I just. I morally, I couldn't have that much money. 180 and, and billion help. dollars. What? Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> go on YouTube and there's a a real awesome way they explain it. They use grains of rice, uh-huh. and some guy like separated all these grains of rice, and each one was like ten thousand dollars each. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. And like it really puts it into perspective. Do you see how much money he has? And it's just like the smallest little pile of rice you take out would feed like a country for like ten or a year or something like that. And I just don't see how you can have that much money and not help more. I'm sure he helps. I'm sure he does what he can. But part of me thinks he does that for like tax breaks and it's something that benefit himself. Not well, just look, if good. I could make billions yeah. of dollars by making uh, thousands of pregnant women pee themselves. I'd be okay with that. Is that not? Just an app. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a. Uh, hopefully, Em and I have a pretty cool podcast uh, in the works. Um, oh, you're gonna break the. Uh, just, just, uh, just the, the teaser. <laughs> this is the teaser. So we have four, <laughs> potentially four or five people, employees that work at Amazon, and they're gonna give us their. Uh, either expose oh, wow. or insider story, insider information on insider, uh, their their information on what it's like to work there, what they experienced, what they saw, how they felt, and we're just going to sit with because they want to go anonymous. Most of them, I, I think, all of them. Oh, okay, right? um, smart. Yeah, so no we're, your job. We're gonna write. We're gonna have it all written out, and then we're just gonna read it all and then discuss the stories and our point of views. And Emmett, I think he, I think he's center right. I'm not sure about when I say no, that. I'm not political. Uh, 
I would call him. Okay, I would describe Emmett as, as center right, and I'm center left probably. And I think it'll be okay. a good dynamic as we describe as we talk about because even as we already started discussing the first story, I could see where me and his divide on certain opinions. But it's not that uh, we do disagree, but we're able to discuss about it. And uh, yeah. yeah, so he's gonna maybe take how a stand. How it used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's vilify this yeah. uh, employer that's providing millions of paychecks and um, benefits and health insurance for our good Americans. Vilify <laughs> when when he's abusing <laughs> all of them with his all with all his powers. So we're gonna we're basically gonna go back and forth on some of those. And uh, we have a pretty funny prop where it's a printed Jeff. Oh, Bezos. don't tell everybody. <laughs> a printed Jeff Bezos head, and he's gonna hold up the head when he says something in favor of Amazon or Jeff Bezos. And I'm gonna try to I'm gonna be the person fighting against that. That'll be well, pretty I, fun, I, I subscribed and put alerts on, man. So as soon as that comes out, I will watch it. Uh, <laughs> we, need, we need to make you a cutout of like a crying poor child. <laughs> pregnant <laughs> women, pregnant women peeing as they're walking through. A, yeah, so a pregnant woman with wet pants <laughs> cut out for you. That's what we need. So bad. So bad. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. Up next. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Next, uh, next question. What's your favorite food? Uh... Fettuccine Alfredo with sausage and um, chicken, like grilled chicken. Oh, fettuccine yeah. My dad Alfredo makes it. He's made it since I was a kid. Alfredo. And like he'll make that for my birthday like every year. I'll gain seven pounds, but uh, it's, uh, it's <laughs> <Somehow>. delicious. <laughs> no, I, I love fettuccine. Uh, uh, I love Alfredo sauce. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when you re, if you microwave it, <laughs> afterwards you see it. It just turned to a pile of liquid. The oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Liquid. Just it, liquid yeah. sitting at the bottom. That's the only that it, it makes me bad. makes me feel bad when I eat Alfredo because I think of that image uh, yeah. microwave oh, yeah. afterwards. Wait, do you know what's Gotta in Alfredo sauce? Day. Oh, man. Don't kill me with this. What's in it? No, it's it's uh, oh. butter, milk, and cream, right? Yeah. And Parmesan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So those, those are generally okay. oh. the main ingredients. But what's funny is they all start as milk. So you got to turn milk into these other ingredients oh, and then get them back I, into Alfredo sauce somehow. All the forms of milk. Yeah, it's a weird. I have never thought of that. That's that's <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah, go look up a Alfredo recipe and you see it's mostly milk products. Just milk. I know when you first started that, I thought you were going to say there was something random in it that I'd never heard of and it was going to ruin like Caesar, Alfredo Caesar sauce dressing or something. No, it's the tears, <laughs> yeah, tears of uh, tears of Italian children is how they <laughs> make it taste really good. All right, next question. Think of at least two friends that should do this conversation. Call them out. Yeah. Who are the interesting people uh, Kevin, you know? Have you guys done anything uh, with like 3D printing at all? No. Can he, no. You know, uh, you interviewed Dennis White. That's how he, yep. he called me out or something. Yeah, yeah. He um, yeah. Kevin. Kevin White, his brother. Oh, okay. Um, uh. Yeah, he's he's the dude. I, I His 3D printing knowledge is, is, is insane. And honestly, I think that would be a great addition. I hope he's printing uh, guns. You guys. <laughs> I hope he's printing. Now he, he works. He works with kids. He's teaching. He's a teacher, so he's been oh. helping them out. Um, It'd be bad. Yeah, printing guns. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't we need think the ratings, goddammit. <laughs> we need viewers. <laughs> Nobody wants to see um, children three yes. D printing whatever the fuck they print. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Kevin White. Is that what it is? Kevin, Kevin White. Yeah, I'm gonna we're, go. We're coming after you, bro. Yeah, exactly. I'll go after him. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to get more on the SDG&E side of like how power is changing and stuff like that, maybe Joe Anderson, but that's about it. 
Okay. Only two people I can really think. Of. Oh, because yeah. he be works for SDG and he, he I'd works love for to SDG. Talk to a power company so. guy. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Out of curiosity, when you mentioned uh, Noah Diaz and Joe yeah. Anderson, yeah. Uh, what yeah. what are they kind of doing with their lives? And are, do you think they would be good uh, podcast guests? Yeah, actually, Noah would be too. I mean, he's he's got a he's got a soccer mind, so that's that'd be something cool to pick at. Um, Joe, like I said, is working for SDG and E, oh. and um, Noah is bartending at the Regal. Um, it's in mm. La Mesa. It's a small bar. Um, that one might be a good one for uh, just going off someone that had to deal like in the service industry like during the pandemic because he's mm. been through he's been through a lot. He's had to work other jobs. Um, he, he, that, that dude's a worker though. Like he will, huh. he's a worker. <laughs> So um, he can't. He's not one of those people that can just sit around and just not work and have people give him money. Even yeah. if when he's getting money, he still wants to work hard and make money. So, um, but yeah, that's what he's been doing. And Joe, Joe's been doing great, man. Joe is also a traveler, dude. That guy's been to. He's been with me to almost every state in the United oh. States. But he's oh, also okay. been around the world. Like he tra- He's here in San Diego like two weekends out of the year or out of the month, and then the nice. other two weekends he's in Alaska. He's in Germany. He's in. Australia, he's in, yeah, he's everywhere. So that'd be good. Do all, do all these buddies, uh, do they know to keep an eye out for battery sources for you? Actually, yes. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Because Joe, Joe, uh, Joe's an SDG&E, so they all have those computers and they're called tough books. So, but the back of them, they still use these. So I was like, man, anytime you see some of those batteries just laying around, just grab them. I know exactly what's inside them. So they're good. Awesome. All right. Uh, last question. Tell me in a few sentences or less about what this conversation was like. If you've done a podcast or interview before, describe the biggest difference. I may use this in this answer in a video collage for new potential guests. This was, I want to say I had more fun than I thought. I thought I'd be a lot more nervous and I wasn't. Um, so you guys have, you guys are pretty welcoming people. And that's actually what Dennis told me. He's like, no, he's going to calm you down right away. They talk very awesome. like yeah. So I was like, okay, and he's absolutely right. Um, I love that I did it, and I, I'm, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, You're star now, man. You're gonna be famous. Oh yeah, <laughs> the battery guy. <laughs> no, I I, um, I enjoy the this battery talk a lot. Like, there's, I don't know. I guess I mean, I would have. It's just you don't know. You usually, don't know people that get this in depth onto something of yeah. this magnitude. Um, the, the chances of you killing yourself, the, the, the awesomeness <laughs> of powering your house, your car being off the grid. Uh, it's just, Dude, awesome. I've been waiting all my life to talk for bat- talk about batteries for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, what's crazy. Like Dennis said it would fly. And honestly, you're like, oh, we're coming yeah. to the last questions. Like, really? The two questions I wanted to ask you, what's your end game yeah. for? And then do you see somehow Tesla, uh, legally going after you for using their name in your channel? Uh, I'll answer the second one first. No, because um, <laughs> Elon Musk has actually liked some of the people that have posted like their power walls. Uh-huh. So I know I don't think he has an issue or they have an issue with what we're doing. Oh, okay. um, if, if anything, I think they like it because what I was because of the whole like shipping all these what we think are dead batteries over to yeah. China as waste. And then they turn around and sell it back to us. Um, so it's just for me that that's I think for him, it's more. And he's a green guy. He's a green energy guy. So mm-hmm. I think he'd rather see people like us take those recycled batteries and build something awesome with it than for to do what we were doing before. Nice. So, and then um, the first question, uh, what's my end game here? Honestly, once I'm done building it, 
I'd like to say I'm done, <laughs> but that is also what I said when I built the first one. Like, oh, this is a cool hobby, but when I built uh, it, yeah. like, I'll be done. And then I played with it for like six months or so, and I was like, yeah, I want to build something bigger. <laughs> yeah. So like I ended up literally taking that thing completely apart and then um, merging it into this one, which is going to be, uh, what is it, about four times, four or five times bigger than that one was. So Do you nice. think yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what my end game is. <laughs> uh. I it might just build end. things like bikes or a boat. I thought about building an electric boat. Like there's, I think there's more things I can get into. It won't be a power wall anymore though, mm. but um, I think it'll, I'll keep, I'll keep having projects. Do you see having like an, or not an, uh, having a product that you would either mass produce or even services that you sell like consulting or something in the realm of electric building power walls or helping consult people in building yeah. the power wall? I, I thought about the consultant thing uh, only because this was, this started off as a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, it really did. And now that I've gotten uh, like pretty good at it, um, I've had a lot of people ask me questions and, and I don't mind answering them. Like I, I remember when I was the guy starting off and I was just, please somebody help me because this stuff is cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, consulting wise, yeah. I, I've actually, I went to go look at panels. I had to take my car to get serviced and there was a solar company next door. And I was actually just curious if there was, they sold panels. Mm -hmm. So I walked in there and <laughs> the guy started trying to sell me on panels and I literally just talked around him because I hate to say this but I felt like I did know more than he did mm. and then I started talking about the, the battery backups and what they had and then I told him what I was building and mm. then he just his eyes just got huge and he was like well why don't you why, why don't you come and t uh, build one of those bring it down here we'll see it well I'm like oh no this is too far for a hobby like this is getting <laughs> a little too serious with this so as yeah. much as I'd like to do that, I, I, I love this as a hobby. I don't think I, if I ever take it outside of that, I think I would lose a little love for it. Cause that's yeah, kind yeah. of what happened with computers with me as a kid. I loved them. I love mm. taking them apart. I love troubleshooting them when it became a job. Now it's more like a job. Even when I do it for myself, yeah. I feel like it's kind of a job. It's so like I don't want to do the same thing with it. Yeah. Right, man. <laughs> My teen years, 18 to 25. That was, that was, that was me. <laughs> little flash. Shout out to my sister for etching this. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. It's been, been a great talk and a pleasure, right? Yeah, Stephen. Thank yeah. you so much for enlightening us and letting us know all your wisdom. Thank you so much, man. Cheers yeah, no, thank future. you. Honestly, thank you so much for the future. Clean energy future. Go to DIY Powerwall on Facebook. And then and also, then. oh, yeah, actually plug yourself too. So um, you have your <laughs> YouTube channel, which is... Um, my Tesla Powerwall. My Tesla Powerwall, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, right now I'm just building the packs. I kind of walk you through it just because I know that's kind of the the part everybody gets the scaredest about, just kind of starting it. So right now it's basically just telling you exactly how I build one. And then maybe in a couple months from now, if I can find time, <laughs> um, is will be when I'm actually building like the server rack. And that'll be the fun part because that's when you'll see things start coming together. Mm. And then eventually I'll do tests on the car where we'll see like I'll charge it max and we'll put a thermal we'll put little temperature sensors everywhere to see how hot the thing's getting and cool. how much it can handle and very carefully but you know a lot of tests <laughs> a lot of just a lot of nerdy stuff coming up on it as soon as I can get some time but uh, it's that's fun awesome man uh, thank you so much for your time man we'll see you next yeah. time yeah all right man see ya <laughs>